Welcome to another episode of Every Channel where Dad plays D&D with his kids! Yellow! We rejoin the action. The six of you, the six of the ten of the what started out as a party of ten, the companions of Kurth, has fast become six. Two of your friends plane shifted to Avernus against their will. Two of your friends turned to stone in your recent fight with the powerful beholder Edax. You find yourself now in Edax's sanctuary, his trophy room, if you will, and his treasure room as well. This 50-foot diameter room, almost a perfect sphere, with these plinths jutting out from the wall upon which are perched the statues of many previous adventurers, many previous challengers to the evil of this, of not only this lair, but the neighboring lair of Luther. Two of the, plinth, the statues you recognize as being Lizette and Hastard. Hastard, the brilliant person. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, you see them captured in their moment of petrification, literally petrified, as well as, you know, various emotions upon their faces, <laughs> perfectly rendered now in stone. You have taken a long rest here in the lair of the Beholder. And, Elowin, you have used your magic to pass up through the the hole in the ceiling of this room, the sanctuary, the trophy room, into a smaller chamber filled with treasures. Treasures purloined by Edax over years and years, decades and decades of challenging uh, adventurers come to test their wits and their will and their sword arms against him and lost. And you feel very much that you have managed to to scavenge from this second chamber all of the, the treasure that Edax has accumulated <laughs> over the years. Still with a heart heavy with the loss, you are inspired with new hope as you came down with the treasures and you start to share them out amongst the rest of the companions. Uh, several in particular were pieces that took your fancy. A suit of gleaming full plate for Danaea who, taking 20 minutes or so to carefully doff her old armour, store it away in the bag of holding, and put on her new plate armour. Many of you have just been sitting around sorting through items that you have and things like that, and then from, uh, from the chamber, the tunnel that led into this room, uh, well, in one corner, uh, Demetria walks back towards the group, fully decked out and... If an angel could take furious earthly form, it would have the appearance very much of the figure that walks towards the rest of the group. Keiko's jaw drops as you walk over, flaming hair swinging with bold defiance as you walk back to the group. Your sister just sits there, chin in on hand like this, just looking at you, just shaking her head in admiration. <laughs> as you walk back over. You truly look like a, a holy avenger that has taken form. 
That is some nice armor. You look foot. really good in it. Really, thanks. I feel good in it. Did you, um, have you, have you kind of connected to it? Do you know what it can do for you? Yeah, to, I, um, I, I cast it identify on it. What does it do? Well, that is a very rare piece of armor right there. Probably one of a kind. Uh, it, it has the ability to pro, to gain resistance to all non-magical damage. Gosh. Very powerful. Well, it looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I have, I have the my old armor. So if anybody wants to wear it, eight maybe, you could wear it. Hmm. It is pretty. It is pretty. I'll, I mean, it's um, more about the protection that it can give you. I like having my stealth. I'll stay with my black leather. Okay. Thanks, Osis. <laughs> what about you, Owen? What did you find? Well, let's just say I got this staff right here. Yeah. <laughs> this staff is probably, again, one of a kind. Um, it's just, it can Spit come. it out, <laughs> wizard. Come on, says Nymphoot with a cheeky smile. He's, he's gnawing on a bit of dried meat. What's it, it do? It can cast spells, it can block spells, it can, it can cast up to 7th level spells. <laughs> yeah. Really powerful spells. Really very powerful spells. This Staff. Is it going to help us against Luther? Yes, it's, it probably will help us through our entire adventuring days. This oh, that's stuff. great. That's we great. also have this stone. Come on, spill it all out in the middle. Oh Let's share God. some oh, stuff yeah. out. Oh yeah, okay, we put the gold and stuff. Okay, so there's 5,000 gold. And, all right. And nine or ten. Anyone got a calculator nearby? Um, nope. Hang on, I'll pull one up on here. Um, let's share the gold out equally, shall we? Yes. So, so 5, nine gems worth five hundred gold pieces each as well. Okay, so one each <laughs> for now at least. Uh, when we get our friends back, and Nimblefoot says, "I got, I got plenty of gems, so uh, that's fine." Everyone else except me gets one of those gems, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Five thousand. <clears throat> Wait, how much are the gems worth? Five hundred gold. Um, so we have, I have this ring of protection as well, so we'll just put everything in the middle. People can take everything, anything that they want. <coughs> okay, so it's 500 gold each, basically, assuming the entire party. Mm, okay, okay. Cool. Great. 500 gold. 500 gold each. Oh. So, uh, you guys got anything else? Okay, so the staffs, you're the only wizard yes. that we've got left. Staffs, you're, you're, our, you're our tank, yeah. so to speak. Oh. Now we just push you out in front of us. No! Let everything bounce I'm off your arm. I'm just being a human shield. I have a strategy in mind. I just hide behind you. <laughs> you walk as close as possible. They fire everything at you, and then I leap over their heads, <laughs> stab them in the back. 
What'd you say? That's a bad idea. We should try it though. It could work. Especially if you pop those wings and they're like all, oh, look at her wings. I can, they won't even see oh, me. I me can... and your sister, hey, hey, maybe we could try that, you know? And she's like going, I like where you're coming from. <laughs> she was that strategy. Like, she's so be... bright and everything. We could literally, yeah, yeah, right? Like you get it. Yeah, we could do something. And then we spring and then eat, eat, eat. Yeah, I like this. Um, right, you two done? <laughs> but the thing is, like, I they're, could... they're getting on like house on fire, trading rogue stories and things but like that. I could be the distractor, like, seriously. I could just like run in there. And then you guys, like, come afterwards. I don't know. Well, Silverglade um, says, you know, well, Palladius is definitely with you. Oh no, Silverglade doesn't because he's standing right now. Then <laughs> no, Keiko no. says, well, Palladius is definitely with you. And um, that's going to freak out anybody that we come up against. Shit, Keiko's the one that seems really down at the moment. Like she's not really like she's like, mm, but she's not really kind of entering discussion hey, much. Keiko, it's gonna be okay. We'll get Ariel, and and we'll if they're not gone, we'll get them back. I swear. Okay. We've got Look, to take this ring. I give her the ring of protection. Thank you. She puts it on. It's <laughs> plus two. Okay, great. She takes the time to choose to that. Yeah, just add two to her arm class. Yeah. It's nice. Any other items that you've given them out? Gauntlets of overpower. Do... You don't. You can't really wear those over the top of your other gauntlets. Yes. Um, yes. Who are you only... giving those to? Kilgar? No, you can't. I'm strong enough. Don't need any of those little Jesse ogres. <laughs> I'm stronger than an ogre even without my belt. You sure? Yeah, okay. You've got, got 20 strength from regular. Who could take this? Who wants these gauntlets then? Eight's like. Oh, eight, you I don't know, I mean, unless they. Uh, they're gonna stop me sneaking. I mean, I could always pull my. Let me try them on. Yeah. So she undoes these straps, like round around, like these leather bandages round around her mm -hmm. arms that come like a. all around here. She, she puts them on. She's like, man, they sure are shiny. Yeah. Maybe, let me try this. She puts them on and then wraps the leather back <laughs> around them. Oh, there this. you go. She's like, that could work. Sorry, she's not American. <laughs> that, could, that could work. Let me see. Thanks, sister. No problem. They look good. Yeah, that works. Yeah, she'll take them. Great. So put her strength up to 19. So that's a plus um, four. Uh, what was her strength modifier? Plus three. Really? She's same strength as you? Yeah. Great. Okay, so just... On her damage tables, you know, for her yeah. things, just add one with any melee weapon okay. to damage. Wait, so is that a bow as well? No, that's no, not yeah, a melee okay, weapon. Okay, okay. No, so ranged attack will get no modifier, but sort of if you use swords or daggers, she'll get Wait. plus one to hit and plus one damage. No modifier, so it'll just be the normal, whatever it is. She gets no extra modifier for okay. her bows, cool. but she gets plus one on her melee attacks, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Will you, will Anybody else got any more items you want to share out? Um, let's see. Does anyone want this alchemy jug? <laughs> Kilgar immediately oh swipes it from me. He, no. like, he just swipes it from your hand. <laughs> He's just like, get that here, boy. What did I do there? Kilgar, we found it. In he the just puts dragon. it up to his head and he goes, beer. <laughs> like, takes the stuff <laughs> <top off. laughs> oh, He's God. like, two gallons. <laughs> two gallons? Oh, boy. I wasn't sure if I liked you till this moment, <laughs> but I tell you what, you're my boy now, I tell you. Hey, Kilgar, that's the thing we found in the Black Dragon's lair, remember? 
I did that little tiny worm way. I cut its head off. That little wormy. It was. That's such a little wormy. <laughs> that little baby dragon. I, I gotta tell you, I felt bad killing the little baby dragon. I like a dragon to at least have some fight in it, that thing. Little baby, wasn't it? Oh, it well, it's acid. My axe almost went straight through its neck. Its acid hurt a lot. Ah, it stung a little bit. Took my hair off. That was the thing that upset me. <laughs> Took me months to grow it back. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that little worm. I could have put that in my garden. It could have made the soil all nice. <laughs> you have um, a garden? That was fun. No, but when I get a garden, I might have Gormley, you know. What, as your garden? Yeah, I think this place could scrub up nice. Well, that marshy area. Uh, what would you plant? I don't you? want gardens anymore. I'm not an elf. <laughs> Gardens for elves. I might take this cave though, tell you. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Hey, that's an idea, you know. Oh, Once God. we get rid of our tentacle face, yeah. I might just. Well, if he's got no front door, <laughs> I might make one. Get some friends, you know, get some. Maybe you got some magical friends. We got punch through. Possible. <laughs> make a. Make a uh, yeah, make a. Do you know what? That's a great idea. This could be the Kingdom of Kilgar. What do you all think? I love it, Kilgar. Bring in new trade here, get it all going again, get some trees outside for the elves so they can <laughs> trade their mithril with us and don't get all upset and stuff like they always do, crying and everything. But um, this is great idea. Hey, thanks, guys, for giving me... I think it's the beer of this alchemy. <laughs> the best beer ever. It's giving me great ideas. I like that. I like that boy. Thanks for the jug. Anytime I need a good idea, he takes another big swing. Oh my god. I'll have tunnels from everywhere. Just make sure oh you god. stay at the top of your game, Kilgar. Maybe don't drink too much. I'd be better. Be better with a bit of fire in my belly, girl. <coughs> ah, definitely. Definitely. This is going to be the kingdom of Kilgar. Well, let's get, <laughs> let's get this current uh, uh, squatter, this current tenant, let's get him out. We got that little meatball out, that wasn't too much trouble, was it? You know, um, I mean, I fell over for a bit, hurt my head, but other than that, I was all right, it? So, we got meatball out. You see, this is the thing whenever you go into a house where no one's lived for a while, you always get squatters in there, people who ain't paying their dues, not doing anything good with the place, they just squat. Cause a load of trouble. Well, that meatball's out. Next up, tentacle face. Let's get him out and then let's turn this into a good place for all the dwarves. Get my clan back. Get the Garnisons back in here. <laughs> you They're all lost and wandering. You guys can help me find them. So They're all wandering everywhere. They no, they're homeless and, oh God, it does get me angry and depressed. <laughs> oh. Thinking about the Garnisons. Wandering here so aimlessly your without a what? What do I say, girl? Your name is Kilgar Garnison. This bit is good. Killian Garnison. Killian. Garnison. Your name is Killian. You know that, right? No, you didn't. Yeah. All right, you don't utter it to another person or my axe. Take your head. It's Kilgar. Only the Garnisons know our true name. A Killian sounds so. Posh. Posh. I am posh. You know I'm king. Right. King. King of my clan. Huh. 
didn't know that. No, we were ousted, you see. Ousted by uh, by the elves. I taken me a long time to forgive him. She he punches uh, Keiko. This one helped me a bit. <laughs> Didn't think any elf could be my friend until this one. He grabs her in a massive crushing hug. <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know anyone could be my friend again with pointy ears, but she's done it. She got to me, me old heart. <laughs> He's still just drinking. Oh, He's gone through a gallon he'll now. Maybe you're referring yourself. And I tell you what. Oh my God. Oh my God. I got words with that prince as well, and that king of Eddie. That the dwarves and the elves, he didn't do no good splitting us up like that and making us hate each other. I tell you, I'm gonna build a tunnel. First thing I'm gonna do, with my own hands, I'm gonna build a tunnel. Kilgar. Right for, wait a second girl, listen, you gotta listen to the plan. Kilgar, you need to. You gotta listen to the plan. Stop drinking. The drink make me be more No, I more take mad. it from him. Make it more mad, he, he does not let go. Kill that! Contested strength check. <laughs> oh, I don't even have my corner! <laughs> Eight! It doesn't move. It's like trying to wrestle a, a mountain rock for a He's just still talking. He says, Hey, we're gonna bring elves and dwarves together. Oh my god! I'm gonna build a tunnel right from here all the way under the mountains. <laughs> the back of holding over his head. <laughs> all the way to Broadleaf. We'll open up tunnels in Broadleaf. And we'll open the hole. And then one all the way to Sirocco. Look, we don't have this time. We'll lick the whole, <laughs> the whole place up. Nimblefoot, do something. Nimblefoot's just like this. Just like <laughs> Hey, It's okay. Channel the anger, man. Channel the anger. We've got we to, gotta, uh, you know, direct it towards uh, Luther. Luther, he's out. He's out. He's a tenant. He's out. <laughs> he's out. I tell you. He ain't paid his rent. So he's out. <laughs> And you know how I enforce non-payment of rent? How? With me axe! Oh my god! Okay, he carries on rambling and drinking. What are you guys doing? Okay, so... Well, I'm just you... attuning to the staff of the man. Sure, yeah, you... you yeah, I'll attune to the stone and... Okay, so it's short, kind of short rest amount of time. So you spend about an hour to do that. The... As you attune to this staff, you... You had a suspicion when you cast Identify it on what it was, but as you attune to it, you are flooded with this sense of raw power. You're also, give me an Arcana check. Yeah. 28. You are also, you get images flash through your brain during this time. It's almost like you're hallucinating. You forget that you're even in this room. You go, like deep, deep into your mind and into your memories and into memories that don't even feel like they're your memories and, you know, whether they're given or whether you're thinking about it, but, like, you get all these flashes of these powerful mages, all who have wielded it before you, and it seems like like some of the power of each mage that's wielded it has gone into this amazing stuff, going back thousands of years, thousands and thousands, you get the sense of the raw power and the history of this staff, who, you know, those that have wielded it before you. And, um, and as you come out of your kind of trance after an hour or so, you realize the power of the item and the, uh, what's possible with it. <clears throat> so, is there any interactions you'd like to have or any actions you'd like to take? Okay, Hello. Hello in. 
Huh? We need to get Ariel and Laura back. Kika goes, yes, yeah. Gotta get them back there. They're apparently trying to do a deal with a fiend right now. No, no. What? What? They can't be dealing with fiend devils. What, what, where are they? They're in, what's it called? I can't remember. Avernus. Avernus, yes, I remembered. Good. That's in the Nine Hells. Our yeah. friends are in the Nine Hells. It's okay. Look, why don't you send them, say that we'll find a way to get them out and don't make any deals. Right, this way. Okay, I'll send them. Okay. I'm going to cast sending. Everyone is sitting really close now, apart from Kilgo, it's kind of off the rest of the <gasps> Just looking off, just going, tunnels and <laughs> and halls and he's just kind of whispering to himself, drinking. <laughs> Uh, I cast, Everyone else is sitting really close to you. I cast sending to Lorik. Okay. And I say, hey, Lorik, I think it's a terrible idea to do a deal with a fiend. Please don't do it. Say that we're coming to get them. We're coming we'll to get you. Right, right, that's good to hear, boy. Good to hear. Yes, we've got, there's a rock here that's promising us all sorts of things. Uh, we're in the Sick Scream Tavern. The Sick Scream. Like ice cream, but Sick Scream. <laughs> um, it's not good here. Very tense. Uh, we might not look like us, but um, uh, still, look for, uh, I'd I probably look a little bit more cloaked and dark and sort of devilish looking, but you, you'll, you'll know me, you'll know me. I will, that's, that's he, he casts sending. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, sorry, we got cut off. Uh, <laughs> so, I, we were in the sixth screen, we, we'll be sitting in the far right hand corner. Okay. Come quick, God's sake, boy. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying. Right. Where are they? Where are what? they? Yeah, what's going on? They're in the sick scream tra tavern. Like the ice well, cream. Well, like ice cream? Yeah, in the far right-hand corner. They might... Uh. Mm. Okay. Well, well, who's going? Who's go Like, let's think about this. If this is a go in and come back. If this is a go in and come back, like, um... Maybe we don't all need to go. We need people that can kind of blend in. Uh, and maybe some of us here could keep, like I'm starting to get flashes. I've been meditating. I'm starting to get flashes of when I was last here. I mean, I was an imbecile when I was last here, <laughs> but my memory still worked. Like I couldn't think clearly, I couldn't, much more than a, a slug, but I could, I could still remember stuff. If you give me a couple more hours here while you guys go and get our friends, I might be able to figure out where the crack is. Okay. Who else? Like if you give me a solid couple of hours exploring, I think I could get us through the rest of this complex, you know? Okay, don't Who get else lost. wants to come? I can transport up to eight. Eight, eight says, I don't want to go. I've spent so many years of my life in hell. I, I, can't, I can't see hell with my own eyes. I don't want to go. Okay, you stay here. That Anyone else? Keiko goes. <clears throat> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether I might be a bit close to them. Like I might make mistakes because they're my friends. They're my oldest friends. Somebody's got to look after 
and she just points at Kilgar. Why don't just you two go and make it a stealth mission? Stealth. Okay. Okay. Okay, before we go, I'll cast Disguise Stealth. How long does that last? Oh dear. Make it two. Self is a better what one. do you want to alter? Yeah, do you, I, you don't need to always be one upping. Into a, a, like, Please don't do that. What? Do the one upping, it's better than you or any of that stuff. Don't. No, I'm just saying I can do more stuff. Okay, so what would you like to alter yourself? Okay, so your I look too? like a person with grey skin and claws for hands. <clears throat> Wait, okay. do we know what? These kind of people look like. No. Well, to, if you want to make a check, or okay. you can do that. Yeah. yeah okay. Make a history check. Elowing. Elowing. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Mm. You remember tell of a devil, lots of devils that patrol Avernus, uh, uh, the bearded devil. They are spindly limbed. They have, as their name suggests, these long beards, and they are, um, you know, they're pretty gross-looking things, but. They are they are very common in Avernus. Okay, maybe I'll turn into a small version of them. A small version. I mean, yeah. they're not they're not a big devil. If you oh, know okay, good. Just them. Is that the? Can I make a history check? Okay, you. So you cast the spell, and something start to look like this kind of seven foot tall, spindly thing, long grey limbs with big claws, a beard. I mean, you look hideous. Some people are like, oh, okay, guys, like, oh, God. What are you doing? Um. Oh. <laughs> what was that role for? Uh, to, I don't, I don't know. But should I just, like, History. copy what you... Eight says, why don't you, like I was with, why don't you yeah. be his captor? His captor? Oh, sorry, his hostage. Oh, at least look at you. You look, you're shining, you're, you're an Azimar. You know. No, 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 look. You pretend to have captured me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's perfect. Oh. You know, it's like... It's like, yeah. Be like a, I don't know, some grubby lowlife oh, or something. yeah. Okay, I'll change myself to look like, like raggedy blonde hair and like rags. Yeah, great. I want to see like that. I get to be the pretty one. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You already are pretty. I'm just kidding. You are pretty. Okay. So you cast Disguise Self, Yes. the armour disappears, <laughs> layers of kind of scruffy peasant robes, heavy hood comes, dirt appears upon your face and, and bandages around your hands and you just... Is this good? Yes. I feel horrible. <laughs> it's just last you. Sister, not another word, okay? Uh, uh. <laughs> Hi. Okay, be back soon and be safe. Okay. We've got no way of rescuing you if you get into trouble, by the way. Okay, let's go. Go Going well. To... May Palladius be with you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to cast mm. plane shift, not with my stuff. For the very first time, you um, take out your tuning fork. And you... 
know, you think about Avernus, and more than that, you think about the city, whose name I keep forgetting, a um, city, aha, called Elturel. You think of the city of Elturel, suspended high above the river Styx, and you, you think of the inn, you think of that area, and then everything goes black as this smoke comes out. Yeah, you have to hold hands. Immediate thing you feel is the heat. The hot winds that blow against your skin and your flesh. All around you, the immediate thing is that everything is bathed in this deep, orange reddish light gone is any kind of blue sky as you look up there is just swirling red clouds that you can see between the spires of tall buildings beautiful buildings beautiful architecture the kind of architecture that you would find on aeon find in the prime material plane but all around you you stand on a cobbled street maybe 30 feet wide the kind of cobbled street that you would find in Kerth City, in some of the, in Stoneview, some of the nicer parts of Kerth City. Only everything seems to be crumbling in slow motion. Everything seems to be shaking slightly. Everything seems to be slowly degrading and falling apart all around you. As you look up, high, high up in the sky, there is a, must be 400 foot diameter perfectly black ball like a black hole and around the black hole high up in the sky are crackles of lightning white lightning about high high up in the sky and now and then there's a off in the distance somewhere and it makes the ground shake slightly a huge lightning bolt As you look out, you're standing in a wide avenue street on what would look to be a wealthy district of the kind of city you would see back home, only you, you get the sense that you are high up in the air. And as you look down the avenue and you, get, you look to the edge of the city that you're on, it seems to end prematurely before it should. And it's then that you notice the chains the huge chains hanging in the sky upwards. And also you get the sense that you are perched up high in the air, that this very city is maybe 500 feet floating in the sky. Uh, I don't like this <laughs> Is it better or worse than the others? I don't know, it's worse. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to a different dimension. About 200 feet. No, yeah, so around you there are buildings, just like back home, only they're crumbling. Timbers are cracked. Stones seem solid, but then after moments you see little chips fall off. Like the whole place is slowly decaying and very slowly falling apart. Right. You've been to the fall Oh yeah. But, but that, that was not a hellish place like that. That was nice. <laughs> okay, you're saying all this out loud? No. Right, be really aware of what you're saying out loud and what you're trying to do. So, welcome. Oh! Oh, oh no! To Altura. 
you're up on the streets, up in the city. It's quite like it takes you a while, but you get used to this idea of like, okay, the ground is seems to be slowly shifting. You have landed on this street here, this street. And it's why you can see the edge of the city here as well. And I'd say you're on this crossroads. You can see down through the thing and you can see the edge here. So you're at this crossroads right here. Let's just put one character there just so you have a rough idea of your location. You don't know in terms of any inn or anything like that. You, don't, you haven't got any idea of your surroundings. So you may need to think about what magical aid you'd like to call on to help for that, for direction or whatever. But as you're standing there, just getting used to these crazy surroundings around you, from around this bend here, you notice um, a patrol of humanoid creatures coming around the corner, similar in build to you. You count, you count four of them, and they're carrying big, long, barbed spears, and they come round the corner. I'd say they're about 120 feet away from you. We should you. try and hide. No, oh, uh, we, I'm going to start walking down here. With, um, I'm going to grab her arm. And so you're at a crossroads. You can either go straight on towards them, you can go left, right, or back. We don't even know which way to go. I'm going to go down that alleyway. Yeah, okay, so grab. he just grabs you. Ow! Like, like really you. hard, and I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I say in Infernal. Are you going to speak in an infernal? Is that the right language? Uh, <laughs> is that what you're speaking? Yeah, I know, yes. You know this is a place to speak yeah, in okay, infernal. Okay, you're not I, in the abyss. I can't speak in infernal. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay, you start to take the left-hand route. Um, and as you do so... Let's just see... Oh, just while we're here. Yeah. I think I'll cast Comprehend Languages. Why, that means... Okay, you cast Comprehend Languages. Good work. What's it going to do? What? I'm going to understand what people will say here. Oh! It's a really good move, it's a really good move. Let's not second guess each other. So, sorry, bearded devils look like... So what you look like, Finley, a little bit like this dude here. Oh! I see. Okay, Finley looks like that. Oh. Okay. Um, so you've got this purplish grey skin. Actually, you're more muscled than I thought. I was thinking of another, another uh, type. Um, great. Okay, you start walking down the avenue. The ground shifting, the hot orange sky, blasting you with um, with heat. Is there anything you're doing as you're walking? You're just trying to act normal, right? I'm looking for signs. Firstly, give me a deception check, please. <laughs> Wait, me as well? Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's not bad. Uh, 24. 19. 24. 19. 19, okay. I mean, you, you both put on a good show, so you think you're being convincing in terms of acting out. As you are walking down the street, um, as the minutes pass walking down that avenue, is there anything you want to do? I'm looking out everywhere for like 
any we sign of We need to locate any... them, really. Like, yeah. what about locate objects? Do we know any objects that Loric has? Oh, yes, that's a good idea. Um, I'm going to cast locate object on Ariel's... Does Ariel have a mace? Yeah. Ariel's mace. Can you read out locate object whether you need to have touched it yourself? No, I did. I needed to. Just look at other. Look, look at other. Needed to oh, see. Have you got your player's handbook? Yeah. Because that will give a more complete. Uh, oh, this as long as you have seen it up close within thirty feet at least once. Yes, sorry. absolutely. Good and work. and what's the range? One thousand feet. Okay. So not that far. Thank you. That's, no, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, the street there, that's about 100 feet. So it's 10 times that. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, it's like a good portion. From where you are now, you're probably now about here. Um, locate object will work there. You get an instant sense. Does it tell you the direction as well? Yeah. Okay, great. You get an instant sense of it being here. Okay, okay. As soon as we get to this... You're going to start walking? Okay, yeah. so you walk down the avenue and you get to another kind of weird kind of crossroads. There's a, a completely demolished building on the side. And as you get close to that building, you see these little things, these little creatures like skittering around the rubble. And as you are about to turn a right down here, you hear a baby crying. And a small creature lifting up a baby and loads of these other creatures start going towards it. Oh my god! Do you want to do anything? Yeah! What do you want to do? Okay, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna turn Hang on, to hang on, what do, you, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm gonna go to it and say, Go away! Stop! Get back here! Okay. As you get close, you notice. Oh no, is this a trick? Four. Four imps. And one of them's holding this baby by the leg. This baby is just screaming. No. You notice. Give me perception checks, both of you. I'm going to get this baby back. Oh, um, 13. Uh, 12. Okay, you notice nearby in the rubble, a hand sticking out, uh, a woman's arm sticking out of the rubble. Oh my God. So you see four imps and they are playing with the baby. Another one comes over and grabs one of its arms. No. One has got his leg and the other's got his arm and they're like. <laughs> okay, no, I'm going to stop them. I'm going to go. I, I will. Roll, roll initiative. Uh, I, seven. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, what was that? Sorry, why did you roll twice? Because I am, I'm focusing on my thing in, in uh, Cyanix. I get it. Okay. Uh, 14. Be clear when you say that. This is not a time for to just say something. Like, be clear about the rules. Yeah, but okay. I will. Okay, good. You have to tell me you've got that focus on. 14. Okay, good work. You, you, you first, then the imps, then you. You get close to this rubble, you're within about 15 feet. What do you want to do? I bang my staff on the ground, look at the imps, and I say, in Infernal, that baby is mine! <laughs> All right, make a intimidation check. Oh, that's not very good. Um, oh, six. <laughs> six. All the imps like stop and look at you, and they're like, <laughs> and they just start. Two of them no! start swinging the baby like that. It's screaming, no! and they're like, <laughs> like this. Okay. Like that's your. Do you want to take an action? Yes, I'm taking an action. What are you gonna do? I'm going to. 
Gotta be quick, they've got a baby. Okay, what are you I'm doing? I'm gonna cast a fifth level magic missile at one of them. Which one? There's four, two are holding a baby. Uh, one of the ones that's not holding a baby. Really? Yes. But no, 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 no. Baby's um, at ri an imminent risk of yeah, having its limbs uh, torn off. Oh, I'm gonna, uh, uh, the one that's holding its leg. Okay, great. Uh, roll your, roll your, okay, your so jubblies. Fifth level, so that's okay, one, two, three, four. So that's seven. Okay. Okay, so that's. I'll, I'll call out the numbers. So two and three. Got it, yep. Yeah. Two and three. Um, two and four. Okay, one, the one holding the leg gets blasted. Oh, okay, then the rest. You've got three left. The rest on the. Go then, roll, roll, okay. keep, it, keep it moving. Uh. Five and three. Okay. And, and then one left. And three. Okay, the two that were holding a baby, you go four on one, three on the other, and then like the baby drops and it's just like there's two left, and they're like they don't know what to do. They're like going a bit crazy because they're like, why is a devil shooting magic missiles? Um, but they're imps, so they're not that particularly smart. So two of them just like come at you, basically. Okay. <clears throat> so they both fly over when their tails, oh these like scorpion tails, as they fly over to you, and they and they try and sting you with their tails. First is a seven to hit. No. And a wow, I rolled really badly. A nine to hit. No. Okay. Um, that's a turn. What are you doing? I'm gonna run over and grab the baby. Okay, you run over, you grab the baby, just screaming, screaming. Hey, it's okay. Okay, I'm gonna like. Make a. <laughs> we'll do it as persuasion, just to see how much you can comfort a baby. Okay. So roll a persuasion check. Just roll the twenty and then add your modifier. It keeps it moving quicker. Okay, sorry. Um, thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Okay, you immediately are like it's okay, and like you get your amulet. You're like you make your amulet like undisguised, and you're like. Oh, it's okay, and it's like <laughs> just looks at the amulet and stops screaming. Okay, um, top of the round, what are you doing? I'm going to cast another fifth level magic missile. Okay. These guys, and I'm gonna do the same amount four on one and then three on one. Okay, go for it. Okay, so uh, four and three. Okay. And five and three on one. Okay, yeah, you kill one. It's in the air, it goes to sting you like that, and you... And it just... The other one... Turns into this sickly, warty sludge on the ground. Five and three. Yeah. Oh, no, then just one. Uh, and then five. Done. Yeah, they got ten hit points each. You dispatch the four imps. You have a quiet, but obviously traumatised baby in your hands. Has got she has got some scratches on her that look quite like infected. I'm gonna heal her. Okay, how much? Um, can I tell how much it, I, it would need to heal? Meddling her? little imps. <laughs> uh, make a medicine check. Um, sixteen. So, I don't know. What do, what do you think? What do you think Danae thinks? about what she could do with her powers to a baby that would make sure that, you know... Oh, I'm gonna cut, no. Um, I just give it five. To the five to cure diseases or the five to heal hit points or both? Both. 
So spend 10. ten. ten. Alright, burn yeah. 10. So you do 5 to do any diseases that it might have yeah. contracted, any infections, anything like that. And then it is fully healed. And as you heal it, the last 5, you hear a pop as it's shoulder it dislocated it's, it's had its shoulder dislocated it goes back in it goes and you're still like with the pendulum the pendulum like your amulet glows slightly as you do it you've got a little baby maybe six months old uh, i walk over to the arm coming out of the rubble and i begin digging in the rubble okay um give me um a strength check just straight strength check uh, 14. 14, okay. I'd say with that check, it takes you a while. Like I'd say, it probably takes you about 15 minutes of like really moving all these bricks and this, it's made of very similar to a stone view, like these big sandstone blocks and you're shifting them and you're thinking, and like, now you're appalled by this place. You know, now you get the sense of evil of this place, of just the wretchedness of this place. You start to shift blocks. 10 minutes passes, 15 minutes passes, you start to uncover and there is the very crushed body of a, of a young woman um, wearing quite relatively wealthy kind of merchant clothes. Um, she's been badly crushed. She's very dead. Oh, what do we do? But you take her, bo you take her body out of the rubble and bring it to the, sort of the side like, of the street. Do a little blessing kind of thing. Okay. like another persuasion check to keep the baby kind of quiet you know okay 30 again 30 yeah you're just like because you sometimes you make your amulet glow a little bit yeah. and it's like oh just like and it's a she yeah um young check okay i'm gonna check it's girl okay 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 so you guys are at that corner here um where is it yeah sorry no, where oh. are we? Oh, here, there oh. we go. Demolished building, right here. Um, you can feel this wind whipping up from over the, the ruins of the building. You are literally right at the edge. You just out of curiosity safely go to the edge and you look down far, far. But just the city goes way down and maybe 500 feet below you, you see underneath this hellish vision of just broken red rock magma lava ground and there is a huge river red river just slowly meandering far far below it's literally hell okay, what do we do with this baby i said well we'll bring, we'll bring it well, she needs to she needs we don't do we have any like we don't have any milk or anything oh yeah my don't have the alchemy job uh 
She seems to be okay at the moment. You, yes. You've, you've basically made an incredibly healthy baby. Okay. <laughs> she has no infections or disease. Okay, I'm going to tuck her into my clothing. <laughs> okay, make a deception check because you're trying to do such in such a way. Oh, really bad. Um, five. Okay, and give me... Um, that's how well you're able to hide the fact that you've got a baby. Now give me performance to see how well you can kind of... Um, 19. Okay. So even though you haven't hidden her very well, you're able to sort of look like uh, like what you are, a, vi uh, a prisoner of this thing, with like a baby you're holding close to you. Now you, come on! You can't hide the fact that you've got a baby. Okay. Now come on, let's Because you're trying to maintain lots of things. You're trying to hide her and keep her from crying. And Okay, you continue to walk um, down this way towards here, okay? Which way? You walk down, you get to another crossroads. Your identify object makes you feel like you either can go this way or this way. Which way would you like to go? Left and then down, like yes, that way, or round so. and down? Which way do you want to do? Yeah, this way. Okay. Okay, you walk about 100 feet down this way. Uh, there's no encounters. Um, you just walk down that street as quickly as you can without looking suspicious. Could you both go ahead and make deception checks for me to maintain the guise of... 20. 10. Okay. You, because you're carrying a baby, you're not sure... Like, beforehand, you were like looking like a victim and doing all these things and everything. You're not doing that so much now. So what it looks like is a bearded devil with some kind of humanoid companion that's just walking alongside. Okay? Come on, say. <laughs> okay. You get down to the next crossroads where you're going to be turning... To your right, um, you want to go that way, or I mean, there's any other way you could go. You could go these like back. No, you could go like an alleyway. You feel, or you could no. go main route. Yeah. Main route. Main route. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you start to walk down. When you get to the end, it doesn't take you long. You feel really close now. When you get to the end here, on this side of the road over here, you see. Um, how many of them do you see? You see three cloaked humanoid figures coming out, like rushing out quickly from a building and ducking down an alleyway. You see that happen, and then maybe, like maybe five seconds after that, you see another one of you, a bearded devil, coming out of the house and running after them. Oh, we okay. can't. But they duck down an alleyway and then, then they're out of sight. Okay, we can't just take and we just continue. You're just gonna continue, yep. okay. All right, you turn left and then straight away you see the still intact, although slowly crumbling, figure of a of a giant, very kind of a well-to-do tavern, you know, like one that you get in a more posher part of town. Um, and it's called the Sixth Screen. But it, it wasn't always called the Sixth Screen. What's happened is it's been like scratched. So it said the drab seagull, but it's all been like, so uh, it's all been like scratched off and like, like huge talons have just scratched it off. And now it just says, like daubed in blood over the top of it, sick screen. You've arrived. The two very nice double doors, uh, ornate wooden double doors, await you. If you'd like, you'd like to go in? Yeah. Okay. You walk into the sick screen. Um, as you walk in and close the doors behind you, you're in a um, well-adorned inn, and it's weird, because it feels like this weird cross between being back at home 
but the light coming in through the windows is still this sickly orange red that casts this reddish hue over everything around you. There is a fire in a far corner or to your far left, there is a large mantle with a fire on it, but it's not like being well lit. It looks like a whole bunch of furniture has been put in a pile and it's just been set alight. So it spills out onto the ground a little bit. So this fire is sort of just a big bonfire basically in the tavern. Behind the bar, you see a, you've seen something like this before when you were at the last rest, a tiefling looking creature um, with very straight long horns that come straight out, deep purplish skin, talking with a couple of patrons who seem to be sat on stools at the bar. Um, and um, you count, well, give me perception checks. Mm -hmm. 20. Um, 18. 13. Directly to your left when you come in, you see an enormous vulture-like demon just sitting there like this. It's big vulture beak down, and in two of its hands, it's got these these normal flagons of ale. And now and then, it sticks its beak into one, sticks its beak into the other. It's big wings behind it, and it's just like sitting there. As you two come in, it kind of like looks over. <laughs> Burning yellow eyes. And you've heard of these. Vrox. Vrox, yes. Vrox. Looks like this Vrox. sat at the table. Vrox. Whoa, whoa. And. That's weird. Didn't like it. Okay, it does not have true sight, so you are lucky. Kind of just looks over, burning yellow eyes, and just carries on. <laughs> what did you roll, perception? Perception? Yeah. 13. 13. Okay, great. 20 and 13. Yeah. Okay. You see various other heavily cloaked figures at tables. The, the two at the bar on stools speaking to the, um, to the tiefling seem to be just grey-skinned, very po-faced, uh, hard to describe really, like small versions of stone giants, but not made of stone, they're just mottled flesh. Not too dissimilar in many ways to the um, to those things you saw out in the abyss just without the long hands and everything, they're just grey, their skin looks like it's sort of melting slightly. Over in the far corner on the far right, you see two very heavily robed creatures sat at a table. Okay, we'll go over to them, right? It yeah. was the right. I like, I like kind of push her forward. Okay. <laughs> you stumble through the bar. Um, in Infernal, you hear from the tiefling. I've got comprehend languages. Great, you both hear. Mm. If you're in here, you're drinking. What you want, we'll bring it over. What have you got, I say in Inferno? Black Brew! I'll have one, yes. Sir. Deception check, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not very good. Um, 
13. Guys. <clears throat> and then just does what he's doing. Okay, you walk How long over. has it been since we've been here? You've probably been here about getting close to an hour. Okay. You, you, I'd so say you've got about... Whenever I hit that thingy, uh, an hour, I'm going to cast it again. Cast Disguise Self. Okay, well, you're not keeping track of time. You didn't say I'm going to keep track of time. So... Okay. I would right. say so because of because of the encounter, like you, that was that became very all encompassing for you. Okay, sure. Yeah. So there's a certain sense of randomness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, roll deception if you're trying to keep the baby quiet. Okay. Or is this persuasion? Persuasion. Persuasion. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Um, noise at uh, thirty-two. Okay, you're still like okay, okay. As you walk over. Okay. Um. You get over to the table, these two row figures like <laughs> look up at you, these glowing yellow eyes come out from their hoods. And then the yellow eyes take on a kind of a kindly look. <laughs> sit down. Can we sit down? Okay, you sit down. Bloody good to see you here, boy. <laughs> this is a bit weird since I look like this. Can we get the hell out of here? Yes. Can we get the hell out of here now? Well, bloody, bring the baby. Yeah, Can't bring the baby here. I know. Her mother died. Look, look, just get the baby out of here. Okay, let's just go. Where should we go? Where should we go now? Can you? Yes. Pull out my stuff. Look at this. So you un. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so at the table, at the table, mm -hmm. where are you going? Where are you thinking of going? Um, going back to the uh, lair of, what's his Edax. name? Edax. Okay, you link Edax. hands, and you, with the start. Seven charges removed. Okay, so cut off, chop, take the charge off, so that's 14 mm. off. So you've got 36 charges left. No, in... no, only only seven because the way I got here with the tuning, I've cast the spell. Oh yeah, you, spell. he cast a spell to get here and then he used the charges to get back. Yeah, I know, for 14 charges you've used, so you've got 36 left. Oh! Maths, you've got 50 charges in the staff, remember? Yeah. Yeah, so you've used seven to plane shift here, seven no, to... No, I didn't plane shift here using the spell. Like... He cast the spell. Plane... That's true, that's true. Okay, so just seven, then. so you've yeah. got 43 left. Great. Okay. <laughs> You find yourself maybe half a mile from the um, the crack in the rock at the entrance to Edax's. Um, remember, plane shift isn't yeah. as, as accurate, so you find yourself about a half a mile's walk. You're out on the rocky ground again. It's it's so freaky going from all these. <laughs> big, you look across. You know, it's a it's a 15 minute walk to get there, but you can see that inverted V entrance to Edax's cave. Yeah, I don't Take the baby in there. Ariel and just um, changes back to Ariel and just hugs you both. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for coming to get us. No oh, the things we've seen during the last day or two. Uh, yeah, and uh, Lorik is just like quite, quite just shocking, shocking. Um, right, well. Yeah, Lorik. That'd be a good time to tell you. And I, uh, now I take out the stuff of the baby. That's impressive, boy. That's a good bit of kit you've got there. Can you help us get this baby, um, this baby somewhere? Uh, yes, yes. What about, what about if we, ten, um, ten minutes. Mirror and Freth? Mirror. 
Uh, I don't know a teleportation circle there, but... Um, you can cast teleport. That, I mean, no, so they would just be underground. No, we know the house well. No, it doesn't, that doesn't happen. You know teleport, you can teleport up to eight other people, so you can take the baby and just take him straight to Marathon's Mar- 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 Yeah, but teleport might not work. I might be off No, you, if you were taking the Marathon Threat, you know it intimately, you've been there. Yeah. That's a tiny chance of failure. Let's go. Uh, I'm coming with you. No, tell, okay. Oh, is everyone else in there? Oh, yeah. She points towards the cave. Yes, everyone's in there. All right, we'll go and try and catch up with them. Good idea. Get back to us as soon as you yeah, can. Can you explain what's... Of course, of course. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. What's, really? what's waiting for us in there? Right, so we've killed Adax. Good, great. So it's just them waiting for you. In All there. right, well, we'll find them. Come and on, come on, Ariel. There we'll might be out. a few minions. There might maybe a goblin. It's nothing we can't handle after what we've oh, seen. No, they say, come back to us soon, uh, safely, as they walk off towards no, the cave. Them, oh. You two and the baby girl are standing in the, the rocket. The, it's funny, Gormley almost feels nice after <laughs> Avernus. <laughs> your, your tiny hour-long trip to Avernus. Um, that's fun. <laughs> um, what would you like to do? Uh, hey. I can't. I that was a terrible idea. I can't even cast tele- teleport. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Use your intelligence. Roll, roll an intelligence check. Uh, straight intelligence. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. You you're st- you can pop around everywhere now, like you could just so if you wanted to like getting back to a place. Okay, so you can only cast teleport how many times? Once. Once. Right, so you got one slot. So you could teleport to their house, and then you could plane shift, plane shift, and get back that way. No, I don't have a seventh level slot, what and I can't cast teleport with the star. Got it. Right. Okay. But you could plane shift somewhere else and then plane shift to their house. That's not, no, that's going to be a bad idea. Why? Oh, you could just go to the celestial plane. It's hot. <laughs> I feel like teleportation circle would be better. Where are you going to teleportation circle to? I could send a message with it and then I would earn some gold to um, Curtain and then they, you can get a... They're not just sending carry. the baby on its own. Well, I'll go with it. I'll go with it. This is really bad idea. I need a short rest. I have no slots left. Okay. Um, I guess we'll take a short rest then. <laughs> you guys lose. You're like you get all like okay, like no, fall. I'm just trying to Come on, you can do this. You can do this. I'm just trying to explain. Burn stuff. Burn some slots. It's worth it, isn't it? I have one sixth level slot left. Right. Nothing else. Look, we just ha- wait. A so short rest won't get you a seventh level slot. Well, give me a fifth level slot, and, I, and that's all what I need. What level is teleportation? Seventh. Okay. Teleportation circle is fifth. So okay. I just need a fifth level slot back. Do you not have any fifth level slot? If you want to get somewhere specific, you can plane shift twice with your staff. Because remember, you'll regain charges with spells yeah. you absorb. You could literally just plane shift somewhere nice and then plane shift back to yeah. their house. So it's a bit of a like a we're going there, we're going via okay, somewhere to get okay. somewhere. Uh, just go to the celestial boat. Is go. there anywhere nice you'd go, like to go via? Feywild. No, no, look, look. That you know. The fields where the glint is. I don't. I don't. No, you will have talked. You speak yes. to each other. I've told Maybe you about the, the Feywild. 
Well, the Fey Wild. You could go to the Fey. You could. So that's that's you, not you know, you know intimately where Robin is. So like you. We don't go. want to wreck her massive bush thing. Or you wouldn't. Time. You wouldn't arrive that close. Okay. Play shift but isn't that. Fey Wild accurate. isn't always the nicest. I mean, we'll only be there for like a second, yeah. so I guess it'll be okay. Well, where would you like to go for a second? Is it you could have fun with this? Is there anywhere you'd like to go for a second? Celestial play. Okay. Just make sure the baby doesn't start screaming. <laughs> okay, where are you going? Celestial plane. I take out my stuff and I go what pain. Mount Celestia? And, and then, yeah, well the field where where I see. The fields are at the I, base of Mount Celestia. I grab her hand and I grab the baby's okay, hand. Okay, you and you fan off out of there. <laughs> yep. You arrive. <sighs> Never no, actually been here before. All I'm around you you are still holding hands, but you are Standing in a beautiful meadow of gently swaying corn, permanently golden, and off far in the distance, you can see this thing, huge mountain, unimaginably, unimaginably high. The sky is every colour of coral and pink and blues, uh, like it's been shot through with all the colours, the soft pastel colours. The air smells sweet. The breeze is warm in your face and you almost feel like you forget where you've been or what you've been doing and this place just fills your hearts with joy. Are you going to stamp it again? Look at this guy, baby. Yeah, baby's like this. <laughs> she points towards the mountain. Yeah, it's so pretty, right? It's so pretty here. you were called was Altura. You could call her Ellie. Everything feels ordered and right. Everything around you feels peaceful and good. As you just want a tiny bit of music. The clouds, the pink lined clouds slowly drift across the sky. And you, you swear that you see high atop this enormous mountain a palace of gold and platinum. Rolling hills surround you and not too far away at the edge of this meadow there is a, a forest of verdant green oaks and sycamores. It is beautiful. Birds flying, you swear you see birds with two sets of wings flying in perfect synchronicity. You feel restored and you feel close to your God. Should we go? A minute or two passes. 
three minutes, four minutes. Where are you going? Alright. Where are you going this time? Uh, to Mirror and Fred's house. To Echoville. Echo okay. okay, so... <laughs> and... <laughs> we'll be back to the... You find yourself now standing on a very familiar road, perhaps um, perhaps a mile to the north of Echoville, um, facing in the facing south in the direction of Echoville, um, and uh, you set off walking. It's raining gently, but it's not a miserable day. It's overcast, but it's bright for the time of year, um, and there is a soft drizzle. Um, as you walk down the path mm -hmm. towards Echoville. Yeah, first time this baby has probably been to this place. Oh, well, yeah. As you walk the mile, as a few minutes, it takes you about 15, 20 minutes to walk that mile. And after about 10 minutes, the, the soft rain stops and some of the clouds start to part somewhat and some patchy sunlight starts to come through. And as it comes through the trees, you're in a very familiar area and you get to the edge of Echoville, places where you have the key to this village and you are very well known. And as you get closer, in your, you, look, you both look resplendent, you in your armour gleaming in the now sunlight, patchy sunlight that's coming through. <laughs> with an armour, with a baby. And as you, get, as you get close, I think that's a really nice picture, you know, like oh, yeah. as you get close, oh you notice the, the, the timbered walls and roofs of some of the, the local houses of Echoville. <laughs> As you walk into the town, um, it's early. It's early in the morning um, and there are people setting up for market, many of whom see you and, thank you, you know, like wave to you. And, uh, the lady with the jewellery store is setting up and goes, welcome back, my <laughs> lovelies. And you walk around to your adopted parents' house. Outside, mm, Freth yeah. is stacking logs for the fire and just stacking them up outside. He doesn't notice your approach. Hey, Dad! He puts a, freezes, puts up, drops a log, turns around and he goes, Tanea, you're back! He runs yeah. towards you. He goes, what? You, it's, you haven't had a... No, 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 no. Nine yeah, months, no. isn't it? <laughs> It's not been that long. It's not my baby. What are you doing here? Let me get your mother. Meryl, Meryl. Come out, Danea's back. She's all suited up as well. Looking really important. Come see her. The door slams open and she comes out. Danea, my darling. Meryl comes forward and gives you both a hug. Oh, Ellen, so good to see you. You look very, you look mighty, sir. Uh, so what, what you doing? What you got a baby for, a little baby? Look at her. Oh, the no, what does she look oh, like, the baby? Grabs, grabs Mero's hand. Oh, oh, what does the baby look like? She's got um, very dark brown hair. Um, it's short and tufty and um, she's got piercing blue eyes. Oh. And uh, other than that, she looks like a baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, okay, we may have taken a trip to one of the, the, the one of the layers of the nine hells. What, 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 sorry, come again. <laughs> um, nine hells. I've what's it called? Uh, Aver, Aver, Avernus. Avernus. 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, a p place in one of the nine hells. We found the baby here. Her mother died. No, no, little crap. She was about to be killed as well by imps. I had to heal her. But we have not yet fought Luther and she obviously... I didn't think we were going to see you again. I know. You were all saying your goodbyes last time you were here. I know and... You were right, Freth. I know, I know. I said that those, was ridiculous. We'd were, see her again. The words that I said still stand because we haven't yet fought Luther. Of course, it's too... You'll be back. We'll get a nice pie on for you. Thank you. But Who's going to look after that baby then? That's exactly why I've come here. <laughs> I've already raised two girls, Mero. I don't know about this. Now you be quiet, Freth. I tell you, we'll look. It's our girl's girl. We'll look after her. Of course we will. Called Ellie. Ellie. What a lovely name. Yeah. All right. She takes it. Well, all right. Well, 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 it's a bit of unexpected. I'm I will sorry. say that. I'm sorry. We'll look she after her. She might need a bit of food. She's been a while without it. Uh, you might need to write a quick note just in case any authorities wonder how oh, us yeah. two oldies have suddenly right. got a new baby. I'll just like write a note saying. Okay, you you figure out to. They've got sealing wax and they've got ink. So you write a note and you use your red wing to mm -hmm. seal it, just to to, yeah. to sort of hand over deed for this child um, to them. Uh, I take it you're not going to be sticking around for long? No. Maybe. Okay. I wish we could. No. We don't I mean, you can take a short rest if you'd like to here, an hour if you'd like to. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I, I, it's up to you. You're calling. Just... Um, what? Do you have any slots to go back? Oh, yeah, my stuff. Oh, yeah. So you'll burn another two. <laughs> to get to the Celestia fighting it. Or we can go somewhere worse. Like, <laughs> no. No. We well, if you, if you we can go to Feywild and visit. What's her name for a minute? Robin. Yeah. We don't have that kind of time. Okay. Okay. Just They're all the, waiting for us. Just the Celestial Okay. Sorry. <coughs> it's like it's like a it's like a subway train. You just you visit and then you go. I say okay. goodbye to Ellie. Okay. Bye. When they hold on to your finger like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Ellie. Bye. You you deeply hug your parents and very quickly you <laughs> back to <laughs> celestial life. Okay. okay, come on, we need to go. And then you find yourself back in Gormley. <laughs> You're like, okay, this is getting crazy now. <laughs> How many different places can you go to in a day? Well, well, I'm, getting, I'm getting travel sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does jet feel like that. You're like, what? I'm fine. Okay, so that's another 14 burned off your yeah. staff as you <laughs> you find yourself again around about half a mile from the entrance to Ed Axe's cave. Okay. Let's be, let's, let's Okay, let's go. Okay. We go. <clears throat> Takes 10 minutes to get to the cave. You find yourself in that entrance again with the, with the cavern, with the, um, oh, the stone, okay. wall of stone going across it. Oh yeah, we walk across that. Okay, so you walk across the stone, down through the hobgoblin mm -hmm. and, and ogre's leg. You have to push one of the ogres <laughs> out of the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> you see it's already half pushed out of the way where Lorik and Ariel oh. maybe an hour before went through. So you kind of like, just push it and get through. Um, 
you get towards the hole in the ground that leads back into Edax's lair. Um, you manage to, uh, there's actually some rope already tied up when oh, you get yeah. there. So you shimmy, just give me athletics or acrobatics <laughs> checks. Your, Acrobatic. your call. 20, 21. Fine, yeah, you manage to. Oh, sorry, 25. You go through, you navigate through the the stalagmites, the sharp stalagmites, and then how are you going to get up into the hole? Oh, oh yeah, we've forgot about this, didn't we? Um, uh, don't worry, um, I'll cast... You could call for help. Oh yeah, cast <laughs> help! No, it's okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. I'll you cast can... fourth level fly so we can both... They can drop a rope down and save your spell slots. Hey, 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 it's us, could you, um, could you please drop a rope down? Keiko's beaming face comes over the edge. Oh okay. yeah! Hi! Hey! Hi! She says, wait two seconds, and then whoosh, the length of rope falls down. Acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics! Your 21 again. Uh, 28. Fine. Yeah, you have no trouble. It takes five minutes or so, just go up the 60 feet, up the rope, but you get up into the circular chamber where you see um, your returned companion. So you are eight again. Yeah! <laughs> and. Uh, Keiko comes over and just squeezes you in particular. Just goes, Thank you for bringing my friends back, bringing our friends back. And then she gives you a cuddle as well. Your sister comes over and goes, I don't want to hear about where you were. <laughs> but I'm glad to have you back. Okay. We saved a baby. Yeah, we took a bit longer because we had to drop the baby off at my adopted oh, parents. That place. What would you like to do? Okay. We need, wait, wait, so wait. we need to unfreeze Silverhaven. Yeah. Done. Ariel. Ariel. So, Silverglade and Zan then turn to stone. Speak like your characters. Yeah. Come on. Speak yeah, like your I've already, uh, we've already <laughs> told them when we're in the sending. No, 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 it's okay. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just have the interaction. What's the interaction? So, Ariel just looks across you. Ariel, you uh, do you have spells that can unpetrify people? I think because Silverglade and Zanlin, they turned to stone and we all... Keiko told us, um, I can, today I can do one, tomorrow okay. I could do another, but I, I used a lot of my divine magic while we were there. Yeah. Okay. Who okay. should we do first though? I don't... Who? Keiko? Should we do Silverglade? Really. I mean... I'm biased. Let's do but if, if Ariel, you can do it again tomorrow. Let's do yes, or if, if I can rest for several hours, I might be able to do it. Okay, we'll do Silverglade then. Okay. Um, okay, Ariel and Keiko go off to do this. So they go down the road and they're gone for about 20 minutes or so. And after 20 minutes, the rope starts, goes taut again at the hole and up comes through, comes Keiko, an even bigger beaming smile, <laughs> she comes over and next up comes the platinum blonde hair of Silverglade, who just goes, this is crazy. Silverglade, you missed out on some Yeah, yeah, it's like I slept and very strange, very strange. What was strange. the last thing you remember? Well, we were fighting. Oh, and yeah. then suddenly, Keiko's looking at me, smiling. <laughs> I don't know. It, I can't talk about it. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's weird. <sighs> it's good to be back. And um, 
What should we do? We need to, to rest. rest so that we can get Zanin back. So what are you going to do, guys? So, let's, let's have a long rest. rest for, yes. You want to try a long rest? Yeah. Eight hours? Okay. Mm -hmm. So actually, somebody go ahead and roll d12 for me, please. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. Oh, six. Okay. All right, for eight hours, you sit around, talking. Playing pigs. Playing pigs. Is there any interactions that anyone wants to have during this time? Think about if there's anything you want to learn or talk to somebody about or figure out in greater detail. Um, Get more clarity on, um, learn more about, is there anything? I'm just going to okay. look at my stuff. Nimblefoot's not here, by the way, just so you know. Oh, just going to look Does at anybody know where Nimblefoot went? He's been gone for a while. This is during your rest. He's been gone for many hours now. He's um, I guess scoping the place out, scouting mm. the place out. Okay, so does anybody know anything about Ulitharids? Undead Ulitharids. Hmm. Laura goes, yes, yes, actually. Yes, especially this one. Really? Especially the especially Luther. Luther Zantchak. Mm -hmm. Um Well Turns out this one, this particular scumbag. Uh, used to be an elf. Long time ago. I had quite a lot of, you know, we had several days while we were in uh, Avernus. Not much else to do other than hide yourself and learn. Well, there's some people there. There were some devils there that I managed to learn a thing or two about Luther from. He and used to be an elf? Used to be an elf. Long time ago. And, um, wait a second while I just open up Evernote and <laughs> get my, uh, Get my notes about him. That even happened. So this particular one, I don't know, it might help us in the fight against him. That's all I'm saying. We could use it somehow. Maybe not. Who knows? Used to be called Dahalek. Maybe he doesn't like dwarves. He, um, well, hang on, boy. Just listen for a second. Um, when the, when the elves started shutting out all the other races, but pretending to be all sort of good and virtuous, uh, Dahalek saw this as, um, well, he saw it as a bit of a, a kind of a bit of a lie, you know, a bit of a kind of a elves trying to be all elvish and good and perfect, and yet they were shutting everybody else out. He saw that as very corrupt, um, and that that sort of started to twist him. But he was a powerful elven wizard, many, maybe a thousand years ago or more, very powerful elven wizard, and uh, well. Nobody knows how he got taken over by those mind maggots, but he did. And, but he kept a bit of his elvenness. So whatever took him over, it didn't quite get rid of all the elf in him, if you know what I mean. That's what made him an outcast from the mind flayers, but it's also what made him an, a, a much more powerful mind flayer. Again, I don't know whether he even remembers when he was an elf or cares about it, but I don't know, might be able to hurt him or wind him up or something with that. Nimblefoot's good at that stuff. Maybe he could try some of that. Mm -hmm. um, De Harlek. De Harlek. De Harlek. Yeah, so, no, D apostrophe, <laughs> if you're writing it, yeah. H-A-L-E-K. H-A-L-E-K. De Harlek. Oh, De okay. Um, he's kept the Harlek bit at the end of his name now. But oh, now yeah. he's Luther Zyantia Harlek. Um, so, yeah, that's all I know. Used to be an elf, powerful wizard, very powerful wizard. I think that's when he learned how he might be able to cheat, cheat life and uh, a cheat death, rather, and uh, become a lich. Huh. But the, the 
bad side of all of this is he's got the powerful magic and he's got the powerful psionics as well. Yeah. But doesn't, th doesn't think he's evil. Doesn't think that. Thinks he's doing a good thing. And you know what? The more I think about it, some, I'm, if I didn't want to kill him, I kind of agree with him. What do you mean? Well, Dolgoloth is, is a blight upon the world. And, but uh, so is he. Yes, he is. But uh, mm. I think his point is is that uh, there's a lot of hypocrisy. People pretending to be really good when really they do bad things. And I think he's trying to say that... And at this, Ariel is just shaking her head and goes, Lorik, sometimes, honestly, my friend, you're my, one of my oldest friends, but sometimes I want to strangle you. <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute, Ariel. I, I, I have opinions. I know you see the world as good and bad, but I don't, I'm afraid. I think, you know, this thing's got a point. I disagree. Oh, yeah. well, you all can. I mean, I'm not saying I agree with him. Far from it. I don't like what he's doing. But look, there's a goddess of corruption right now. He wants to be a... He wants to take her place. And I'm saying, I personally rather have... The aerial of this is just like going, no, 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 no. So, look, I'm allowed my say. I would rather have... A, a god that had once been an elf and at least knew what it was like to be a mortal rather than something that's been alive for millions of years. Don't you shut me up, Lundgren. You will be quiet. We're going to fall out over there. All right, listen. You think what you think. I'll think what I think. Fine. If you're all up for killing it, fine. I just think might be more to be gained. That's all. You're not up for killing it? I'm not saying that, Daenerys. I'm saying... We already, there is already a god that is corrupting and an evil force in the world. Sometimes the gods have got to be ousted. We get a new one in. I it, haven't seen... We can't not have a goddess of corruption, clearly. As soon as, as long as people and <laughs> creatures want to, to corrupt and do things with things that are good. I, all I'm saying, because I'm, because I'm neutral, all I'm saying... <laughs> Is that, uh, you know, I, I, what's the harm in ousting a god and letting a new one in? As long as they leave the people we love alone. That's what I think. Ariel is just like, you have to think bigger than that. We can't. Well, did you think about this, Ariel? Did you think, just wait a minute. Did you think that this might strengthen Dolgoloth? That killing Luther might strengthen Dolgoloth? You didn't think about that, did you? No, you just... Good and evil. Good and evil. That's how you see the whole world. It's not that simple, my girl. Well, it is to me. And I get to sleep at night knowing that I'm on the side of good. You're a fool. And they kind of like, they, they have a proper <laughs> like, look. She just gets up and goes like to the other side of the party, you know, where, where you're all sat around. And she's just like, and just starts praying. I'll sit next to her. Oh, God. And do Bloody impossible. Can't believe we ventured together for so long. I'm going to sit Love her, but... God, winds me up with that. Good and bad. I'm going to sit next to Ariel and pray as well. Okay. Um, is there any interactions that anyone wants to have during I'm this time? I'm just going to... Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to just... Look at my staff and... <laughs> just like staring Whoa. at you. Dro just drooling. <laughs> I'm just going to drool over my staff for a while. Yeah, okay. Just resting. No interactions or anything. No. Okay. Good. No. Mm -mm. 
just looking up whether the staff of the Magi gets any slots back each dawn. I can't yes, it gets. Um, it gets forty-six plus two, and also roll a d twenty. On a twenty, it gets <coughs> an extra one d twelve plus one charges. Is that at every dawn? Yes. Does it say that? Uh, daily at dawn. Daily at dawn. Okay, so okay, it's not dawn yet. No, so it's fine because it's it's actually the morning time. So it won't. So eight hours. So if you're taking a long rest, it'll basically be night time. By the okay. time when when you okay. come around, you won't know this because you're underground. At some point during those eight hours, I'd say probably roughly halfway through, uh, Nimblefoot hops back into the into the circular chamber that you're all in. Hey, uh, what did you? Hey. Find? Did okay. You... Well. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this place. It's quite a it's quite a maze, but uh, okay. I think I found it. Really? Yeah, it's not that far away. We've got to go through maybe another. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, let me just count them out. Another three chambers, like the one where we encountered Edax. Um, there's a couple of dead ends, but if we if we want to go there directly, um, yeah, we can get there through ca three caverns. The, the, the bottommost cavern, the, well, the two from from the uh, from where we encountered Edax, two from there. Mm -hmm. There's hobgoblins, but nothing we can't handle, I don't think. Yeah. Bit more of them, but we could just get through them. Yeah. Is everyone fit to go? Everyone no. feeling okay? I need more of a rest. We have yeah, yeah. Oh, Long yeah, rest. right. Okay. <laughs> um, he said, I went through the crack just to make sure it was the one. Like, once we get through the crack, we're going to be walking for several hours. Climbing, it's going to be tough. You might want to think about, like, your armor and stuff like that. But also the fact that he's probably going to be in our heads. So we've oh. got to be, you know, we've got to be ready. Okay. I don't think this is just going to be a show up and fight like it was with the meatball. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to... Nimblefoot stretches out, just like, has a little rest. I'm going to look through the God's Spark book more. Okay. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I haven't already shared with you. Um, there is there like anything how to stop? Um, okay, you're looking for that. Give me, um, just a straight intelligence check. Okay, um, 14. 14, okay. <laughs> this was a 15, so I'll say oh, you do hey, find it, you hey. do learn some stuff, but maybe not exactly what you, you don't, you don't see, find the, any page that's exactly about, like, how to stop God's part, but from what you read, it seems to you that, like, killing the person that's going after God's spark is a pretty good way of stopping it. Okay. <laughs> and you're like, yep, yep as I thought, right. you know. <laughs> and then I'm going to read the book about Glint. Okay, okay. So you were reading, let me see, he was a squire. Yeah, and then he... So you read about that, and you read about how he was squire to a, to a famous knight uh, and um, whose arrogance cost him a match, but Glint posed as him for several... Um, for several jousts <laughs> and it's and just because he was he was so didn't want to didn't want to see the knights uh, his honor hurt so he dressed up in the armor and all this kind of thing and he managed to joust magnificently uh, so you read a couple of chapters <laughs> about that about like his first couple of jousts and again you are just 
like, what a good guy. <laughs> like, when you put it there, you're just like, you know when you read about something really good and you're like, I'm such a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, I'm oh, such a terrible so person. so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and you start, actually, I would say, you start to go like, Oh, like those people in Avernus that were like running away from that. De- oh God! You're oh, like, dang it! I bet you Clint oh. would have just like gone after them. Like, like you oh. get all this guilt, in oh. <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> you're like, I should have stayed there until I killed every devil there. Um, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> he would have done that. <laughs> okay, so you do some reading. Yeah. Um, all right, those eight hours go by pretty much uneventfully, so all hit points restored, all slots restored. Please, uh, no, don't roll, sorry, for the start, because that doesn't... Roll for poor tens. That won't happen for a... Yeah, roll poor ten. Ten and seventeen. Nice. Okay. That's your poor ten. You've got all your spell slots back. Yeah. Uh, good morning, everyone. Or good evening, or whatever it is. It's morning. I know. I can't. Ariel heads off uh, um, like as soon as everyone's rested, and she finishes her prayers. She heads off back down the rope. Where are you going? And is gone. I'll be back in a minute with our little friend. Oh, okay. And she uh, goes down the rope. She's gone for again like about ten, fifteen minutes. And uh, while that's happening, Kilgar starts shaking the jug. You can ask for more than Is beer. Is it every... Hang on a minute. Once the jug starts producing liquid, it can't produce a different one. Or more of one that has reached its maximum. Until the next dawn. Kilgar's now just shaking the alchemy jug, going, Where is it all gone? I want more of that beer. That was great. Happens every dawn, Kilgar. Gotta wait till I don't even know what time. It, actually, no, I do. I'm a dwarf. I always know what time it is. Ah, gotta wait all night for this. All right. Well, that's okay. Hopefully, I'll fill up soon. Kilgar, you need to refrain on your drinking anyway, so that might be a good thing. Uh, maybe. And then uh, 10, 15 minutes passes, and Ariel comes up back through the thing, and then up pops the crazy, bespectacled, spiked beard face. It is me! Salud! Where did me Paul go? He died! <clears throat> he died, but we were fighting, and then... This is crazy! Silverblade goes, I know, right? It's crazy. It's just like, <laughs> something. We both would turn to stone, my friend. Ah, well, that is... I did know that they could do that, but uh, it is weird being stone. <laughs> I am stone. Well, you were. Yes. I am stone. You were stone? <laughs> Not anymore, unless your last name is Stone. I'm not Stone, <laughs> but I am Stone. So? I am Stone. Yeah. And I am me. I am not Stone. Right. Oh, could I have his character sheet, but please? Let's go. Yes, it's uh, here. That one? Yes. Nice. Okay. Actually, he is Stone because he's a rock gnome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, good to be here. Are we taking are you okay? on? Yes, I'm good. You good? Paul? Um, how are you feeling in your health? I'm okay. Zanlin's and Silverglade do. Uh, Silverglade benefits from a long rest. Zanlin does not. So wherever his hit points were at uh, before. Oh, Twenty-six. He... Okay, so he's there as he was before he was petrified, basically. And he lost a third level slot. Okay, so um, Ariel also does her 
That's how I count a sheet. Oh, I might. Uh, no, I don't know. She is going to cast her 75 hit points as an action. Just bonus thing. Is she. How many hit. What's his total? 116. Okay, so she gives. How many has he got now? 46. 46. So 54 plus 16 is 70. Okay, she gives him 70 hit points. He's at full hit points. She's like, you are nice lady. You are mine. <laughs> she, just, she just laughs and she goes, yes, little no. She kisses him on the nose. Oh. Oh, I am yours. <laughs> She's like, yes, I know. That is, that is my mate. <laughs> That's exactly what he was like with my sword. Yes, that is, my, that is my sword. Is it... This is nice new armour. Oh, yeah. That is mine. No. <laughs> but you are my friend. Yes. You have armour. Yes. It is mine, then. So then if that's you must you learn Gnomish. Be... I must teach you all Gnomish. I would like to know Gnomish. You have to understand. It is all mine. <laughs> what do you mean? It is how gnomes think. Wait, so everything is yours? Yes, but not yours. But not mine. It is like yours. It is mine, but not in like I must keep it mine. That is that is. Listen to the the, the pronunciation. That is mine. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. Yeah. People who are mine, it's not good. People, you humans and elves can be like that too. They are mine. Everything is mine. Gnomes, it is mine. But you said everything. Was yours, but nothing was mine. You said it wasn't mine. Your armor is mine, but, but it is not mine. But it, it's mine as well. <laughs> no, to you it is mine. You must be more like it is mine. The armor is mine. When you die, yes, you can't have armor. Yes. So it is not mine. Do you see? Yes. It is. It is mine. Well, I mean, like, I'd like to be buried in my armor, so it was... Why? You're buried in armor? Yeah. You can't take it with you. Well, maybe I can. <laughs> oh, dear. You are so stuck in mine. <laughs> we will make you a gnome one day. I'm not a gnome, Zanlin. That's You are how... so mine about that sword as well. Sword will have more power if you are mine about it. So, but, okay, do you want to try and hold it? Sure. Here you go. <laughs> he goes, yes, but it is mine. This is good sword. Yeah. Wait, Zalman is lawful good. He can hold it. That's true. Yeah, he just goes, oh, he goes, oh, it is heavy though. What's his strength again? Ten? Uh, ten, yeah. Yeah, ten. He goes, it is heavy, but I like it. I can weld it. He thinks for a second. Oh! And it glows. No! He goes, hmm. Hmm. Celeste. It is mine. <laughs> oh, you see, you take it. You want to take it so you bad. You just handed it back to me. Yes, but you want. You can't wait to get it back because it's. So I should just leave you standing like that. See, give it to me. Okay, here you go. He takes it. He says, "Are you feeling funny?" No. What if I go out of the room? No, that's fine. No, look, you are. You are. You are mine. <laughs> About Celeste. Celeste does not like that. I know. You must be mine, and sh you will find more. It is good sword. You see, you're hardly breathing. 
the rest are all like silently laughing at you, like but in a really like affectionate way. He goes, "There, you take." Are you sure? Maybe it is mine. Are you gonna be like, "You can't wait to get it back." Take, take it. It's too heavy anyway. He <laughs> just passes it to you. Says, "We will make gnomes of all of you." Something. Nimblefoot's like, I get it totally. I get it totally. <laughs> he says, yes, you say that, but you are still a bit mine about those gems you carry. Nimblefoot's <laughs> like, that's not true. Nah. Maybe it's a little bit true, actually. <laughs> I do like these gems. But, uh, and these daggers. He's like, you are so mine about those daggers of yours. <laughs> He's like, I know, I know. Yeah, I don't learn when it comes to daggers. <laughs> What about you, Ellen? What do you mind about? I mind about this star. <laughs> oh! Um, Sandlin, look at this thing. That's beautiful, very powerful. It is mine! <laughs> hey, just don't snap it over your knee. And I hand it to him. Okay, he's not attuned to it, so he just holds it and he's just like, it's very powerful. There are not many of these. Not many of these. Not for Gnome, though. Not for Gnome, not for me. I like to make something like that. Not, uh, but I thought everything was yours. It is mine. But it's not for you. It's too big. It's not for me. It's not for me, but it is mine. <laughs> you will learn gnome ways. I don't think I will learn. You will be good gnome. We make you gnome. We get your legs a bit shorter. Have some magic that change you. I don't. You I... will be beautiful gnome. With your long hair would reach the floor. Imagine! Silence. Oh, that would be beautiful. You Silence. and your sister, we make you, your hair touch the floor, you walk around with proper legs yeah, and arms. Yeah, sister, what do you think about that? <laughs> She's just like this, just like going, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> She's like, yes, I am crazy, you are mine. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'll do this. See, and this is how I make friends, you see? <laughs> okay, guys, what you doing? You've got the entire team back together. So, something Bexy, but uh, so, should we go to Nimblefoot? You Nimblefoot. know where the crack is? Yeah, sure, I can lead us there. Are I can lead us ready? there. Are we ready to go? Yeah, I mean, anyone want to talk about any plans or anything? Right, anybody I got think we any, should have a plan. Anybody got any ideas? So I think... <laughs> this guy is not going to want to fight us up close. So we need to hold him in place first. Well, what do we know? He's going to try and send us off to hellish places. Oh, yeah. So we need to... He's going to try and melt our, melt our brains. I've already had that. I don't want that again. Thank you very I don't much. I So, like, we again, need we to... we need some kind of protection against that. I have resistant to psychic potions. Okay, well, keep, keep that. That's good. But how are we going to stop him from taking, uh, sending us to different places? Oh, I have my staff. I oh. have my stone. I can put above the head, my head. Well, that's okay if he only targets you, right? I know. I think we need distractions. Yeah. The thing is, he's probably going to be able to get in all our heads. So there needs to be something that is a, a huge distraction. Who's the biggest distraction? Everyone is looking at you. Me? <laughs> you say that. You're like, who's the biggest distraction? You're like this, you're like this. And then you look up and everyone's just like this. Something about glowing wings and glowing eyes oh. and shiny armor and stuff. Kilgore's like, I, me too. Look at me, I've got my flaming red hair you, as well. I can make you glow. Two redheads. You see, I knew redheads are winners. 
We are the ones. Yes. We'll distract him. Hey! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my hand goes back oh, down my arm. Hey. Uh, I can make you glow as well. Shall I make your hair glow? Hey, whatever. You can make my eyes glow and stuff. We could look really crazy. <laughs> I say you and I treat him like a tree. <laughs> and with a tree, there's only ever one way to take a tree down. And at this Kiko is just like pouting. <laughs> Silver glades like this. Like this. Only one way to take a tree down. You chop it. Or you can burn it. Or you can burn it. I, I burn it and chop it. So you need someone to burn the branches up high. And then two people, that's you and me, lass, chop in the trunk. So literally, okay, let, let's think about this plan. Hey, plan. Step one. Listen up, everybody. No, you're not. Me and the lass chop the chop the dude, and we keep chopping him until either it's unlikely, but he kills us. That's not going to happen, by the way. Or whatever. But if you and me keep chopping him, then everyone else can do whatever small amount of thing they do. No, okay, not you. Anybody else? Let's think about this plan. Okay. <clears throat> so he can. I think he can do what he did to you two. He points to Ariel and Lorik. I think he can do that to himself at any point during this fight. And if that happens... He's just going to get away. That's it. We're literally back to square one. So we need some kind of like anti-magic zone. That or an Ariel pipes up. She says, I can, I can create an anti-magic field. Yeah. But I have to be super close to him. But then what were you saying? That or... I can make you invisible. But that's you, the question. Did you say that to Ariel? Yeah. That's the question of if he can see invisibility. So mm. I need to be Ariel's mm. like, you can keep me out of his sight and I can get close to him. He'll only have his psionics. Yes. yes. It's he... my most powerful spell and it'll it'll stop if, if I'm hurt. Okay. Can he plunge, uh, can he go to different realms with his psionics? Nimblefoot goes, no, that's not possible. Oh, I don't know anything about it, so... No, we can go distances, but not, not to another plane. Okay, so we, we try and get Ariel close. You can and do a dimension door. Yeah. That'll be useful for if you try to get him away. Get Ariel close, she does the anti-magic zone around him. If he can't see through invisibility, that's the thing. Hmm. Well, I could always go in there first. If I'm behind him, even if he can see invisibility. I, I've forgotten what my accent is. So <laughs> let me try that again. If I'm behind him, then he can't see me anyway. Nimblefoot's like, I, I could help get you close. Silverbait says, I can too. Okay, so this sounds like something. <laughs> so Silverblade and Nimblefoot says, and Nimblefoot goes, well, maybe it's best I use my psionics to try and counter his. That's mm -hmm. a good idea. Yeah. Silverglade, you take, uh, you take Ariel. Do your pass without trace. Try and get behind him. Mm -hmm. Of course, all of this is assuming he's just going to be standing out in an open area waiting for us, which is highly unlikely. Yeah, he might be waiting for us and get the upper hand on us instead of us going to him. Mm. We need to somehow block his ability to track us 
to know where we are. I this necklace. You have that necklace. But foot. Um Yeah, I can't be tracked, but I'm knocking you, but uh So we might need to go ahead. <clears throat> Maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay, so look, we've got our tanks. Hey, hey. You guys have just gotta keep him busy. Keep those axes and swords moving. You gotta make you gotta be hurting him, you know, really hurting him. Yeah. Uh Laura, what can you bring to the table for us? Oh, oh, dear boy. Uh <laughs> I'm older than you, Larrick. <laughs> yep, but you don't seem to age, do you? Uh, well, look, I can... Um... You specialise in protection, don't you, Larrick? Uh, yes, and actually, I've got a bit of a powerful spell that might help. Might be the only one that'll uh, will be sort of worth anything in this coming fight, actually. Um, it's a sort of contingent spell. It triggers when something else is done. Might help. Let me just think about this for a second. I think, you know, uh, contingency. Let me just see here. I choose a spell of fifth level brain. or lower <laughs> that you can cast, that has a casting time of one action, and that can target you. The ca you cast that spell, called the contingent spell, and then when something is met, it gets triggered. I've got it! I can create a wall of force that triggers when he, when he does something. Hmm. Like when he tries to get away or like... Well, I can put a wall of force around him if he tries to physically move. Good idea. We'll stop him. Yes. I mean, he could always cancel it, but if... Mind hmm. you, if Ariel's going to be there cancelling magic, that's not going to hmm. work, is it? No. Um, So I know. I know. I've got it. Yes, Lord. What level's plane shift? Seventh? Yes. I'll cast contingency to counterspell mm. his plane shift. It's a great idea. That's a good idea. And that'll be if Ariel fails, obviously, or yep. if the, the anti-magic doesn't work, or if she can't get close enough. All right. Well, I'll do that now then. And hang on, so I'm doing contingency sixth level to do counterspell at seventh level. Uh-huh. Done. <coughs> All right. Right, he sets about studying that and trying okay. to figure that out. So uh, let's just see this is in the order of And I've got to do his slots. Hang on, so he's going to cast that to cast that at seventh level. Okay. You cast both of them. Do you have your yeah, chalk marker? Because I need to visualize something. Black or white? Black. Okay. So, right. Let's just say he's like standing there and and Ariel can come up behind him and cast the anti-magic, right? Mm. Um, name. Okay. Maybe the anti-magic though shouldn't be on him. If Lorik can do that, like your sword won't work when you attack him. Can I have that yeah. white chalk? Hang on a second, um, eight says he wants he wants you and me he always has any has in my blood has always been like a drug for him I feel like we should use that sister for you and me together along with the dwarf 
you know, I feel like we, all... we can taunt him. Yes. Let's taunt him. Let's enrage him. Let's just, sorry, just run at him. Well, I don't know. How can we, like, get to him? <laughs> but the fact is, he hasn't been able to corrupt us. Well, he hasn't been able to corrupt me, but I'm free now. I think that'll... We killed his head sentinel as well at the, at the keep. I don't know. Maybe like, you can't corrupt us. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that, I was thinking something a little less childlike, but I, I like where you're coming from. So what do you propose? <laughs> we could just like get all our shiny wings in his face. Could we fool him that we're here to work for him? Could we deceive him that we're here for our orders, Master? But I've already said to him, there's no way in hell that I'm ever... But he's so arrogant. He's not, he, doesn't, he won't care about that. So we, we... So we come here and we pretend like we're there to work for him. What better distraction would be that he has his prize? And what about, what about Kilgar? I can make him invisible. Okay. So once we do that, maybe I'm we'll just saying, like, if he's, we've talked about the distraction of like the dist uh, uh, a negative distraction, you and Kilgar going crazy at him, but what about a positive distraction? Something he wants. If he feels that he's corrupted you and me, he will f might feel he's moments from Godspark. I don't know much, but I knew that creature's mind for so many years I think that could it would be th it would be dangerous but it could be a perfect decoy yeah imagine if everyone else could get in a position behind him or flanking him and you and me up front maybe even we don't think of this as a full-on assault. Like we think of it as like we go to him early, maybe protected somehow so that he can't see through our deception. What does everyone else think? Nimblefoot's like, this is my kind of girl. I like your thinking. <laughs> what are you? I'm just trying out the thing. Okay, you're just, just trying out some idea, okay. Um, okay. So we go there. What do you think, Elman? I think that's a good plan. <clears throat> I think we need to be careful, though, because if he teleports both you away... I don't think he would. This is his lair, isn't it? Yes. What if the... What if the anti-magic... This is Ariel. What if the anti-magic is on... What if I could be close to him when the two of you go to him? Yeah. He can... Nimblefoot's like, it won't work. He can detect any intelligence within. He already knows we're all here. He already knows that. That's why he came out to us on the planes, right? Mm. He could be listening now. We don't know how much he can hear. Well, he's not a god yet. So me and Eight go to him early, so like 
few hours before you guys come. Don't think. Uh, a few hours? Or longer. Like, just to... We could fake a fight. You two betraying the rest of us kind of thing. You know, we gotta think about making doing something real. Yeah, and then we go to him. His central chamber is where he sees everything. It's where you were captured, Nimblefoot. This central mm -hmm. chamber where he will scry on the world, on the world of of people and the civilized races. It's like an enhanced scrying chamber, but it's not not all powerful. It's not divine in power. It's simply a convenient place for him to see what he wants to see. Um, Lorik says, yeah, I've already done detect magic. There's nobody, there's nobody uh, scrying on us right now. Okay, good. That's good. So, me and eight. Okay, so, are we going for the positive or negative distraction? Positive. Sorry, people can't even see what we're drawing. Uh, <coughs> Me and Eight come here and we pretend to be um, dominated and get close. Then you guys are back here. So, actually, spellcasters are back here. So, that's you, Zanlin, and Lorik. Ariel will cast an anti magic zone here. She'll have to be here. In the middle. So that, so that he can't attack you guys with his spells. That also means that you're, you won't be able to get your spells through, so you're going to have to move around here. Yes. Um, I feel like he's going to try and want to come over here, or he's going to teleport right through. Here. Yeah, he'll, he, he might like teleport behind us all, in which case Ariel will need to move anti-magic zone here. Yes, but On both sides. you'll have to r rush through. <laughs> so that okay, this isn't working. Maybe to block him from coming around here at the very beginning. I think he's I trying to try and like teleport something. Wall of stone here just to block off his entrance. And then that means that from the front, the tank, so Kilgar basically can rush up to him and, and then... His only way of t teleporting outside of shifting planes is um, using the same thing I did to get us out of Dragonspear. Maybe, I... maybe a mile. That's how he gets in and out, surely. And do you have any information about that? Like, can you cancel it? You can do it with... Let me just check what I've written. <laughs> Nibblefoot, you've written something. Uh. <sighs> missing out. Okay, so it's me. Maybe... <laughs> is that you? Uh, the triad of wieldable forces. So there is arcane, divine, and psionic. Right there, I've got specific rules about cancelling these magics. Right. I so anti-magic field. The caster of this spell must stipulate prior to casting whether the spell is designed to negate mm. either arcane magic or divine power. Not both. This spell has no effect on psionic power or any psionic effect. Okay, so sure. Minute. Dispel magic. Arcane magic. Power works slightly differently when used to dispel the effects of divine power. If arcane dispel magic is used to nullify an effect that originates from divine spell casting, there's a chance it doesn't work, basically. No psionic power effect can nullify an arcane or divine spell other than permitted within the established. Counter spell cast by a 
Sorcerer or Wizard only works with Arcane Magic. Counter spell cast by a Warlock or Paladin only works with Divine Power. So, for example, a Wizard casting the spell has no effect on Psionic Power. Globe of Invulnerability has no effect on Psionic Power. Mind Blank. This spell is additionally effective against Psionic Power and effects. Does anyone have Mind Blank? Nope. Imprisonment. Oh, and this spell's only available to Wizards. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay, this is too much of a messy plan. Like, I don't think it's gonna work. Okay, let's actually do the proper blueprints and plan it. Rub everything out. Yeah. Okay, so any any input, guys? Yeah. Okay, so. So me, uh, me and Eight can like pretend to betray you guys. Or at least. Um, why don't we bargain and say we'll be, we could, we could, there's so many ways we could do this. We could do it so that it's like, take us if you spare our friends. He's not going to believe us if we say, oh, we're yours. But we could be like, we'll, we'll come to you if you, all we've got to do is convince him. That's it. Uh -huh. And somehow be blocked from telepathy. Yeah. Your necklace, I'm thinking. Yes. But that's kind of going to be on one of us. I know. So who? I don't know. <sighs> okay, I've got only uh, psionic powers that you can put on wait. somebody so that they the can't be... working on it. Hang on. Wait working. a second, I just got a terrible idea. It <laughs> <laughs> could work, but if it doesn't, that's really bad. Me and Nimblefoot cannot be telepathically... Like, we, can't can't, on, yeah. we can't be scryed on, we can't be anything. Yeah. If yeah. we alter ourselves to look like you and eight, we can we can pretend to be you. But, but, so me and Nimblefoot approach him and say we'll we'll um He won't know our minds, but he'll be able to see through the spell. He has true sight. Okay. It's a good idea though. But Okay, so... It's alright, this is good. This is the game. This is good. This is tactics. I like it. So, yeah. Me and eight. One of us takes the necklace. We need something for the oh, other sorry, one. sorry, no, he doesn't have true sight. He's got dark vision and blind sight, but he hasn't got... He doesn't sight. have true sight? Nope. Oh, he's got blind sight, surely. If he gets blinded, he can still see. Oh, okay. No, that's not, that's not the way it works. If, like, he's, oh, if yeah. he's blinded, it doesn't affect... He doesn't attack at disadvantage. Okay. And you don't get advantage against him. That's all. It just means he is still very aware of his surroundings when he's even if he's blinded. <coughs> okay, so that could work. Let's try that again. So you and Nimblefoot pretend to be me and He won't know anything. Won't he be suspicious because he's always been able to see, be in our minds and then suddenly he won't be able to? Won't hmm. that be a bit suspicious? I think his. I think it's arrogance. It's uh, um, a good plan. But from then, what? Then, uh, we going to... Do you try and get as close to him as possible? Uh, Nimblefoot will attack and I'll, I will go back and be with the other wizards. Behind there. There, and we'll start firing spells. Then, um, Keiko and uh, Silverglade. Mm-hmm. And maybe eight will get their bows and start firing arrows at him this way. What about the anti-magic? The anti-magic. 
Um, I feel like maybe it should be. Um, I feel like it should be around him, but also around the tanks. So if you guys are attacking from oh. far, the tanks could be here attacking yeah. him. Me, so, Kilgar. Yeah. We Ariel's also here somewhere hidden, so she so puts the anti magic around here, so that. No, that won't work. So, because the the wizards won't be able to shoot into there. Uh, um. Ariel goes. Speaking in perfect D and D rules, I could ready my movement so that when it's his turn to cast, I move close to him if he looks like he's going to cast a spell. It's a good idea. And then move back, and the anti magic zone will come off of him, and then we'll fire stuff at him. And then she can move back, and it will be there again. Uh. Mm -hmm. So who are we missing? We have to check. His telepathy isn't mind reading. Telepathy is just talking. In Every time that he's made out like he's in our head, he hasn't really been in our head. He's just made you feel like he is. But he can't read our thoughts unless he uses arcane magic to do so. I can read his thoughts unless he has something to protect him. Mm. So how can you read his thoughts? I have read thoughts. Detect thoughts, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Uh, so... You can grow your wings, do... and... that. I could, shall I do into the light? Into the light, I can pull the... Blind. It won't... the blindingness won't, like, do anything. I know, but the, da the amount of radiance. Yeah. But, and then I could, I, I could always do Herod of Light, because that's a, uh, a laser that he takes oh, damage yes. every round. But that also means that I won't be able to, if, while I'm holding the laser, I can't just attack him. So like it's, it's all that damage. damage. Yeah. Um, he might try and teleport this way. Let's be honest, he could teleport anyway. Yeah, I know, anywhere. But um, he, he could teleport here and then he could, no. Um, he could teleport this way. He might want to teleport behind people. He won't. He might want to. And then he could target everyone with the cone. But the way we could stop that is building a wall of stone. I don't think here. we need to. I don't think we need to figure out what. Let's say for the sake. Let's say for the sakes of just to keep it moving along. That you're discussing this as you are now walking down through the beholder's lair, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so you've been talking about this as you've been walking. So you go down into the main um, chamber where you fought uh, Edax. <clears throat> and you notice that there were two um, tunnels leading out of it. You took the first one that you came to. Uh, Nimblefoot leads you down there. Could everyone go ahead and make... Um, Athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Acrobatics, that's really bad. 19. Okay. Um, I mean, you lower ropes and things. It so it doesn't mean you fall with the 11, but it does take a lot longer. Mm. So I'd say it takes um, a while to negotiate the um, the room in terms of the stalagmites and the spikes and the, the, the threats that come from that. But outside of that, you get to another winding tunnel that leads, let me just find my map here. God damn, come on. 
you lead down out of that main chamber, down a long winding, maybe 200 foot tunnel, but you can only go down single file. It's not quite 10 foot wide, it's about five, six foot wide in diameter. Okay. Can I have a marching order? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll be at the front. And then eight. Then... Nimble foot. Then me. Oh, does he want to be at the back? Okay. Then me, then Zanlin. Um, oh, Kilgar's going to be at the front. Cool, okay, great. Um, all right, as you, as you go about 200 feet down, the walls start to illuminate with firelight. Um, this is a significant, a long, long enough tunnel that any noise from your battle the day before or the day and a half before now, maybe even more, two days before, mm. um, wouldn't have travelled. Like it's a long, long twisting, maybe a total of 300 to 500 feet. And then it comes out into the, into the high up on the wall, not on the ceiling, but high up on the wall. It opens out into a large chamber, equally as large as the one that you battled Edax in. Um, only this one is a larger knoll camp. So it is filled with a mind share full of knolls. Oh, it's the ending. I'm so <laughs> um, into, into a large, let me just draw it all out for you. Yeah, look at how beautiful. Yeah, this and that, and that <laughs> goes there, and this goes there. Okay, can I have the black one, Charlotte? Yeah. Okay, this. Looks like. Dobokin! Dobokin! Naroxin! Osvari! Vardai! And a sec. So. There is a way out over on the far wall here. And there seems to be. Yeah way out over here. You come in onto the edge of the wall, up on the wall, about 20 feet off the ground, over here. Um, you can attempt to jump that, but you'll take a little bit of damage. And you see, no, 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 over here, no, no, no. No. That's oh. a lot of noise. No. no. But I'll be running minions rules for this because they're not really a huge threat to you in terms of their power. But so that's What's a total. Don't worry, it just means it will one hit kills. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are what, 15? Hang on, 5, 9, 12. Yeah, 15 gnolls in this right. room. Okay, some people go one way. Okay, who's going left? How do you want to do it? So I'll go. Right here. You're just going to run out like, ah! Yes, I'm going to yeet off there. Okay, you yeet off the thing. Take eight points of bludgeoning damage from the fall. Um, so Danaea is just going to use your full, move, full <laughs> movement to get over to them. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Let's just put you there, 30. Uh, Elwyn, where are you going? I'm going to take out my crossbow. And... I'm just gonna. What are you gonna be standing in the mouth thing? You're gonna jump out. Uh, I'm gonna stand there. Well, I'm. You'll be blocking everyone okay. behind you. Gonna jump down. Okay, here. just to here. And then I'm gonna move down here. Okay, well let's just put you there then. Okay. Um, who's that? Silverglade's gonna 
go 5, 10, 15, 20. Keiko's gonna go 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> I think he's gonna come here. Uh, who's that? Eight is gonna go uh, 5, 10, 15. Actually, she'll come back you at 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Gauge with that one. Nimblefoot's gonna go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, <laughs> 30, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Who else have we got? Here, Kilgar. Kilgar is just gonna go here, 5, 10, 15, 20. And Laura Canary, I think we took that figurine. He's got 40 feet of movement. That's true. So then we've got three, five, ten. Five, ten, fifteen, and then five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'd like everyone. You come out into this, and they're all like playing dice, fighting a little bit of fighting going on. They seem to be eating uh, as you come out. Um, I'd like everyone to go ahead and roll initiative, please. Eight. For me. Wait, I was like, so, so. 14. Denea rolled 8. Owen rolled 14. Roll for your uh, yep. other characters, please. Um, 8 rolled 6. Kilgar got 6. And, um, Zanlen got 16. Kaker got 15. Okay, 15, great. Okay, Silver Glade, 12, <laughs> number What did he roll? 26. Oh. <coughs> okay, that's the 10. Alright, you jump out, into, literally you all just jump out. Um, and get into your positions. Uh, so, oh, and the uh, knolls. Okay, so the order of combat is Nimblefoot followed by knolls, followed by Keiko, followed by Elowin, followed by Silverglade, Followed by Lorik. Oh, sorry, Zanlin. I missed Zanlin. Zanlin got 16. Yeah, so sorry, Zanlin goes third. Then Keiko. Then Silver. Then Elowin. Then Silverblade. Then Lorik. Then it's eight in Kilgar. No, sorry, then it's Danaea. Then it's eight in Kilgar, then it's Ariel, if we even get that far. Okay, <laughs> Nilfoot runs over, he's gonna do, just pull up Knolls. Do we have to roll damage then? Nope, a hit <laughs> is a death. Okay. Well, actually, let me just see, because Knolls are quite... No, actually, I won't do minions rolls, they've got significant enough hit points oh. that they're not quite... They're a half a challenge rating. That gives them 22 hit points each. 
So there are, how many did I say, 15 lots of 22. That's that group and that group. First, uh, it's going to do two attacks on each. That's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit. So, um, that's 20. Oh, that does. So, he kills two in his round. Knolls um, go. So, they see you all come in and running into place. And they're like, what? <laughs> Start to attack you. Yeah. Oh. Alright, they're gonna do spear attacks. Nice. So, who's gonna be attacked? Let's say they don't move though, they all bunch together, so four are gonna surround Nimblefoot and attack him. Uh, Ariel, Kilgar, and eight are all gonna get one of them. Kilgar's gonna get two of them. Alright, let's just start with Nimblefoot. Oh, natural 20 against him. Oh, unlucky mate. Oh, unlucky mate. <laughs> Four damage. Yourself. Okay, that's one hit. Nothing else. Okay, so that's uh, five times two. That's ten points of damage. That's all right. I suck that up. Nice. Want to dance, do you? Okay, and then, uh, so, Danae, here comes your attack. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, Yay. two natural yeah, 20. And I have an armor class of 21. Roll. I know. That sucks, dude. Uh, 10 points of piercing damage from a spear. Okay. Oh, man, I'm running really good for the novels. Like these low level. 20? Uh, 21 to hit 8. Hey! Yeah. Okay, so she takes <laughs> 7 points of piercing damage. Okay. And then Kilgar's going to get a bunch. That is a 12 to hit. Oh, uh, on Kilgar, no. Seven to hit. No, no, okay, so he's fine. And then Silverglade is going to have two against him. Oh, nice. One hits. Have you got Silverglade's character? Oh, yeah. So Silverglade takes three points of piercings. 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 He takes three points of piercings. Yes. Down to only 153 hit points, and then one on Ariel. That's a miss. So she cling with her shield. Ariel. All right, Ariel. <laughs> All right, that's the Knolls go. Uh, next up is Zanlin. What's he up to? Zanlin. Big boy. Big boy. Zanlin is going. Could just watch and laugh and say, "You're all mine." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's actually not going to do anything. He has no. Okay, fine. Next up in the in the order is uh, Elowin. What are you doing? No, sorry, Keiko. What's she doing? Oh, she's going to uh, fire them at them. One on each. Yes. Or bunch them. She's going to yeah. Well, she's going to fire gonna... the first one and see if it dies and if it doesn't. Go on then, roll to attack. <laughs> right. Um, that is a thirty-three. Yes. And uh, oh, and the sixteen. That's a hit, yeah. Oh, what sixteen damage? Yeah, 
No, sixteen. No, the second hit. arrow. Okay, she does three arrows though, right? <laughs> Twenty-four. Yep, three so hits. All of the arrows. One on one. Two on this one, or one on that one. Go for it. Okay, first damage is. Why am I rolling a d10? I'm sorry. Uh, first damage is twelve. Nice. Second is nine. Okay, it's left with one hit point left. Eight. Dead. Okay, one's dead. Nice. Okay. Uh, next, is that it for her yeah. go? Okay. Zanlin's go. Oh no, Zanlin's not. <laughs> Zanlin's had his go. Elowin, you're up. Okay, Elowin is going to turn this direction. Yes. And he's going to cast Melf's Acid Arrow. And oh, this one. Okay, go for it. Okay. Uh, the spell attack roll. Remember, you get plus two because you're holding your staff. Oh, Make yes. your attack roll first. Go for it. Plus 11. Okay. Uh, 20. Yeah, hit. To hit. Roll the um, damage. 44, I believe. Yeah. And then 2d4 next round. Oh, yes. Uh, six. 12 damage. Nice. Okay. Start to melt it. Still standing. Uh, that's oh, your action. Standing. Anything else? No. That's it. it. Alright, that's Elowin's go. Next up is Silverglade, who is going to slicey slicey with swordy swordy. Yay! That's two hits on one. Seven plus. Okay, dispatch is one. Next up is Lorik. Lorik is going to do a bit of a magic missile on one of the ones um, that Keiko's going for. Uh, the one that you just melts acid arrows, he's going to do a regular four magic missiles. Oh, five, six, no, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. First level is three, man. Twelve, okay. Twelve points of damage. He kills the one that your Mel's acid arrow hit. Hmm. As the acid steep still keeps burning in it. Yeah, so there's only one over there now. And there's two here, so. I'll rub it out. Nice. And one gone there. With as my well. hair Okay. Um, okay, that was Silverglades. No, that was Lorik's go. Next up in the order is Denea. Oh, me! Yeah. Whoa. Hi, what would you like to do? An attack. One on each or? One on each. Go for it. First uh, is a natural 20. Okay. Second is a natural 20. Nice. So one oh, on each. Give me, so, give me the first such damage. Such a time. Okay, first damage is 24. <laughs> Dead, we'll kill one. Okay, do on the other one and the other one. You go, go for it. Uh, <laughs> so that's 24 again. You literally. Radiant damage comes out. Oh yeah, Menorah! Yeah, just, just you, just you. You are Captain Marveling it. Yeah. In fact, the whole chamber is lighting up with each slap with your radiant damage. Okay, that's two right, gone. Right, that's two gone there. Okay, that's Danae's go. Next up is eight and Kilgar. So you go ahead and make eight attack rolls. Uh, yep, she's gonna just attack. Let's see. Here we go. Natural twenty. <laughs> Roll the damage for the natural 21st. Okay. So this is short sword, right? Six, yep. Right, that's 14. Okay, great. 
And second attack on the same one that's still alive. Oh, 31. That's definitely a hit. That was a 19, that was nearly an initial 20 again. <laughs> right, wrong thing. Um, nine. Nine, dead. Okay, cool. Nice. Just check her stats. I think she might do a crit on a 19 or a 20. Oh, yeah, she does. Or is that? Or yeah, is no, that... No, I've wrote that down here, right here. No, right nine. here. Proved critical, crit on a 19 or a 20. Okay, so that double. last one was kills it. Yeah. Okay, nice. great. <laughs> Kilgar's got two left. Do you want to make a couple okay. of attack rolls for Kill? Kill, 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 Kill goes, Garlison? goes to this one and he takes. There's two a, left there. Takes a shot at it. That is a twenty to hit. No, yeah, duh, sure. Uh, <laughs> um, that is twenty-two damage. Kills uh, one. There's one left. Okay. He's I'll got go another. On. He's go got on. another two attack. Oh, another. Another right. attack unless he's raging or, or frenzied raging. No, he moves to this one. Okay, and another then attack. He, uh, that is 30 to hit. Yes, that's a hit. Um, 18 damage. Okay, sliced into one, it's still standing, just. I'm still standing. Sorry. Okay, that's <laughs> Kilgar's go. Uh, next up is Ariel. He's <laughs> always got Ariel's turn. She goes, yeah, <laughs> the cleric's turn. <laughs> it's her singing. <laughs> she is going to, yeah, she does. She just starts. <laughs> Solarios. <laughs> she is going to go. Uh, oh, she's just going to do an attack roll, just one attack roll. With a mace. Yeah. Um, nah, she misses. Really? Okay, there There's we go. Okay, that's Aww. Ariel's go. Top of the round. Nibblefoot. Nibblefoot's got two left, which is fun for him. So he's going to put two <laughs> attacks on each. That's two hits and two hits. So he kills two more. Noise. They're dead. Okay. So all of 12 seconds for him. He's happy with that. There's only four left. Noll's turn. This one's crackers and runs at you. 5, 10, 15, 20. Who's this? Keiko. It's going to go for cakes. No! So, one attack. 400 to hit. That's a 11 to hit. Nope. Okay, he just goes for it. Keiko just dodges out of the way, <laughs> laughing. Um, and then the two over here are going to gang up on Ariel for fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> Natural one and a miss. <laughs> so they miss. This uh, is and so then fun. There's one left on Kilgar that's just going to run this direction, screaming. Uh, inviting an opportunity Dear. attack from Kilgar. That is a 21 to hit. That's it. Kill. Um, and uh, 24 damage. Pulp. <laughs> Pulp. Literally, he literally splats it across the floor. Oh, that's like, ke like spilt ketchup. Um, <laughs> it, had four, oh. it had four hit points. Those extra 20 had to go somewhere. Oh, they went yeah. into mulching what was left of it. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's gone. Uh, are there any others left? No? Okay, so that's the Noel's turn. Next up is Zamlin. What's he doing? He's just laughing at this old. This is funny! <laughs> <laughs> He's just spinning around looking at how everyone's. Zamlin's <laughs> <laughs> just gonna sit down. Yeah, he's just sitting down, just laughing. Just, this is good. These are mine. Um, okay, that's Zamlin's go. We're killing Keiko's go. Keiko. Oh, it's there's, Keiko. There's. She's gonna shoot. Oh, yeah, there's the one real close to her. She yeah. just does a point blank. Might as well just shoot with, with disadvantage because it's point blank. Oh no! No, there's no one here. No, they walked over to her. Oh. Yeah, do, do oh. disadvantage just for fun, even okay. with, with her bonuses. I think she's still. <laughs> she rolled an 18 
16 and a 17, 31. She hits. Like, it literally comes up, she ducks under it and just like, straight into its face, go on, roll damage. All right, her damage is a So, well, you're doing several attacks, aren't you? So yeah. roll again at disadvantage. <laughs> okay, um, um, 27. That's a hit, and then the final attack at disadvantage. Um, 24. Okay, she literally, she takes three hours out, out at once, yes. does a leg of last, and just like goes, so. vroom, roll damage for fun, let's see if it kills it. For fun, yeah. 10, that's 18, that's 18, 26. It's dead, she literally <laughs> does three hours. <laughs> nice. Alright, that's that one gone. That's Keiko's go up. Uh, who's up next? Elwin, what you doing? I'm going to five, ten, fifty, uh, and then I'm going to look at this one, and I'm going to go boom, and I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. Eldritch, Eldritch Blast. Do an attack roll plus eleven. Boom. Uh, that is a. How many are you firing? Three. As a cantrip. Yeah. Okay, just make three attack rolls then. 17. So seventeen to hit natural one, um, and uh, twenty. Hit. Two hit, roll damage for two. Why do I always get two hits? I want more. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten damage. Nice, okay, one. yeah. Splat into one of them. Anything else you want to do? Are you happy? And then I'm going to lull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Silverblade's gone. Everyone's down. just like, it's yes, just... a party! Silverblade's just It's literally a doll-killing party. Minions party. Woo! Yeah, okay. <laughs> It's Ariel again. That one that you just Eldritch Blast Silverglades finishes off. It's literally one less. Next up is Lorik. He's not going to do anything. He's just going to watch on smiling. Uh, Danae, you're up. Do you want to do anything? Ah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just going to be like, nah. Uh, Aiden and Kilgar. Oh. No, they're happy. Uh, yeah, They're Kilgar's not, not going to do it. Kilgar's still just splatting the, the, the ketchup. Uh, um, number 10, Ariel. She's going to go for it with a... Come on, Ariel. She doesn't want to use any of her spells. Do you want me to make an attack for her? No, I'll do it. Here we go. Mace. Hang on, that, that was cocked. 19. That'll do. Mace. And it's a plus four mace. It's like a holy mace. So that's 28 holy to mace. hit. 2d8 plus 4 radiant. Oh, plus 2d8 radiant. That's cool. Okay, hang on a minute. So she does 1d8 plus 4, so that's 6 damage on that one. So that takes it down to 16 health. And then 2d8, or plus 4, yeah, no, I did that. Then 2d8, 8, and 7, 15. It's got one hit point left. <laughs> you can just kick it. And it, it gets down on its knees and just starts begging. Oh, I'll kill it. Top of the round, Nimblefoot's just over there, just picking his teeth. Uh, Knolls go. The Knoll just starts begging, begging Aww. so much. Nah. <laughs> it's really wounded. It's on one hit point. Uh, that's the Knolls go. It's just gonna beg. Xanlin's go. He's not doing anything. He's out of the fight. Uh, Keiko's go. Does Keiko want to do anything? Okay. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Ariel's skirt. Hello, do you want to do anything? No. <laughs> Should we just, it goes around to Ariel? Ariel? Yes. She just goes into the light with you and attacks it. Hits. 
and kills it. Some radiant damage, it gets blasted. Alright, that's the uh, the gnolls destroyed. Um, Y'all are dead. Follow me, and uh, <laughs> Nimblefoot takes you. Beholder's Lair. Come on, where are you, Beholder's Lair? Beholder's Lair. Oh, here we are. Okay, so you exit through the far side passageway out, um, going along a long, an even longer winding passageway that extends maybe 500 feet and, and starts to go down. We're off the map now, we won't, we won't be mapping this. It'll be theater of the mind now. It goes down into um, a large chamber. He says, this chamber we're coming up on is trapped to hell, but I managed to um, I managed to uh, disarm most of them, I think. Most of them? So just, uh, just tread easy, okay? okay. We walk through here. Like everyone to roll, a D8. If you roll a 1, you trigger a trap. 8. Uh, 7. Oh, that wasn't a 1? No, no that was oh, a 7. Right, okay. Okay. Oh, okay, I'll roll for 8. 8 got 7. Keiko got a 7. Zanlin got no. And Kilgore got a 1! <laughs> Kilgore! Kilgore! That makes sense! Kilgore just walks over a trap that triggers a rock fall above him. Give him a deck save, please. Uh, it says advantage on deck. Dex Great, well then go ahead. Okay, so that's no. And that's oh. <laughs> three. <laughs> he gets minus one. He triggers a boulder trap that falls down on him. Um, and he takes uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage Oof. from falling rocks. Loric also triggers a um, lower level fire trap Loric. that blasts up at him. He fails his dex save. As he trips or something, it's fire. Oh, oh god, my robes are on fire. He just hits the ground and starts rolling around, and he takes 19 points of fire damage. <coughs> but other than that, you all manage to very carefully think of when you go into the, uh, the you know the um, dragon fighters. You have to go over that pressure plate room yes. to get to the place with the face, you yeah. know, in Skyrim. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah. like that kind of a room, but it's much bigger. So you're not sure, but you're stepping oh, the on all these tiles. Yeah, the blades, yeah. that's it. You're like, there's something there. You uh, have to uh, take the uh, roof. Yeah. You're all going across the room like that. Okay. Loric took, hang on a minute, 85 down to uh, 64. 85. Yeah, he's not so, not so healthy. <laughs> Okay, you get through that room, it's maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, it's maybe 50 foot long, and you enter a long, twisting corridor that leads out into a kind of a much smaller vestibule, a kind of a small cavernous cave that seems to be full of... Uh, supplies, barrels, boxes of old rotting meat, uh, 
rotting vegetables, some bed rolls, the kind of thing that lesser minions would would consider, uh, uh, you know, bed and, and food. <laughs> and in the very far corner of this room, um, Nimblefoot comes over and he looks like he's just up against the wall, but just doing this with the wall. But as you kind of change the angle, you come around to the side of where he's walking, you can see that there's a natural fissure in the rock. The way the rock has gone, almost with the pressure, the natural geographic, geom, uh, uh, geothermal pressure of the earth has like wedged two slices of this kind of slate-like mm -hmm. granite volcanic rock aside. And there is a definite fissure, a crack through the rock. And he says, this is it. Should we have a plan in. before we go in? How wide is it? Wide enough for you to go through, but you will be counted as like movement is going to be very slow going. You are um, all your speed becomes basically five foot per round. So you're not quite grappled, but you're very close to a grappled-like condition, okay? <laughs> Speed is five feet. Imagine these people that go potholing, like cavers and stuff that go cop, um, potholing. It's like that. You uh, automatically fail dexterity saves. Automatically. There's no room for, like, trying to dodge. So anything you are targeted by or trying to avoid, you can't do as you're about to go through this, okay? You are having to use all your hands and like move carefully to get but through. If um Kilgar has advantage. So he just does a straight roll. Okay. No, no, sorry, no, he will roll at disadvantage. Okay. Actually, because he's so big, no, I mean he just he'll automatically fail deck saves as well. Okay. Um so as you're about to progress, it's very dark. It looks really claustrophobic. You're suddenly aware of how far underground you are. There are tens and tens of thousands of rock above you and this crack in the wall that you're about to go through. He says we've probably gone about an hour through this and then it opens out. Does anyone need light? Um, Ariel and Lorik both say yes simultaneously. Uh, who's, who's leading the way through here? Well I know the way so I'll go first. Okay. Um, I... I bang my staff on the ground and I cast light using no charges on Nimblefoot. Just he's glowing. Cast it on him? Yes. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> right. So there is a... Uh, yeah, there is a source of light. There's a glowing... Okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> okay. You all start to go into the crack on your way to the lair. Into the crack I can tell And that is where we're going to leave it this time oh i'm so hoping we might get to the final encounter but you've got 10 days to plan that <laughs>